Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Eric on the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Happy Monday, last Monday in February here in this uh, new little bit. Well, it used to be, right? Not uh, the dos mil cientos. And here we are in 2022 and engaging upon the, no, we're not going to do anything in Spanish or Ukrainian or Russian. Yes, there is a, a big division there. And you guys learned a lot about it. A lot of good, a lot of positive feedback. And I'm Glad that uh, we all took a seat back and got ourselves educated on something that none of you know anything about, and neither really do I. So we let the experts speak, and uh, there you go. And then we let Didout Muska, you know, the Slovak, the great Slovak, take over from there. And he had a, you know, quite the uh, education. We'll get that uh, show up uh, this afternoon. Been very busy, uh, as uh, everybody is uh, well aware. Three hour show here, three hour tour here on. Uh, the Rock of Talk uh, Island. Uh, don't forget uh, Roku TV. I like that. The Rock of Talk Island. What do you think about that? I am a rock. I am an uh, I am an island. I'll tell you why a little bit uh, later on. D. Muska, hour one, a little fun and uh, a lot of review. How are you? Uh, I'm well, Eddie. I'm glad that the world wasn't blown up over the weekend. And I'm really thrilled, uh, according to a blogger who did some research on the FEMA website, FEMA is added to its uh, nuclear holocaust advice. FEMA is now saying, in addition to sheltering inside when the bombs start dropping, uh, when you've reached a safe place, try to maintain a distance of at least six feet between yourself and people who are not part of your household. And if possible, wear a mask during nuclear winter. Good to know. On your masks. This is going to be the cloak, a mask and a cloak. We're going to World War III. Uh, D-Dot Musk, uh, uh, check your mic, uh, buddy. We'll check back with you here in a moment. It's uh, coming through the computadora, not the uh, el microfono. So we'll we'll get back with Dowd. But uh, we were able to hear and make out everything that he did say. So that was good. So we'll check back with him momentarily or in un momento. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. Don't forget podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And uh, apping directly at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.tv. Dot com. Yes, we're going to talk about what uh, noisy waters, all the noise that was down there. We'll talk about the noise around the world. Oh, we'll get to some stories uh, as well. Just, I feel like this kind of slog to the beginning of the year. And, um, you know, I kind of, you know, want to preface everything by talking about, you know, not to take myself out of it, but just really the last two years, because we're about to go to, well, two weeks hence before it's three years. We're embarking upon three years. And during that entire time, I've been particularly busy, especially busy, verifiably busy because I've been here every single day, you know, holding your hand, uh, just like the Beatles. I definitely want to hold your hand all the way through it. And, you know, we let you know early on kind of what was going to happen. And so during that time, there was just like really no momentum. There was no like, you know, Republicans fighting back. And, you know, I I was essentially it uh, during that time. I mean, there was some other stuff, but everything was a Johnny come lately, you know. Uh, when we had the state party run, nobody was going to run. And then all of a sudden I ran, then Jeff Snyder jumped in. It was like, oh, we're going to make sure Eddie Aragon doesn't win. Remember, we lost to Steve Pierce by one vote and all that. That was December of uh, 2020 when all that went down. And, you know, that was, that wasn't, that was, it, that was after two hours of just sitting there waiting for them to count. We're going to get it right. We're going to get, we got to, oh, we got to go tally the votes. It's like 170 freaking votes. 
all it was. It's like, what is going on? Yes, I can say freaking weekend. That's a, you know, remix to ignition. If you ever listen to it, there you go. You can say freaking all you want. Okay. That's the way it goes. So just, but just to let you know kind of how perturbed, no one says perturbed. They're angry. I was angry. A lot of people in the Republican party, angry, angry overall. And I was like, okay, well, it's fine. I demand a recount, walked out the door. I was like, okay, <laughs> whatever. I lost to Steve Pierce by one vote. And then the next day, oh, they, they came and revised the votes. And they said, oh, well, Steve Pierce won by uh, 30 some odd votes. We don't need a recount. I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay. And uh, we like bygones be bygones. I said, we got to go ahead and help the party and help the Republicans and help all this crap. And I said, okay, well, it's fine. We'll just, you know, meander on over. So I said, got into the CD1 race. I literally declared like within two to three weeks. I'm like, well, what the hell? There's nobody else that can really take out Melanie Stansbury. Nobody has name recognition. Nobody can get in. And then I jump in and then all of a sudden like six no-name people jump in. People you never even heard of. Just all of a sudden they're, they're, they're in and, and they're like, oh, who the hell are these people? We have some debates and they get lost in the shuffle. I start running, raising a little bit of money because it's a special election for Deb Holland's seat. I'm like, okay, well, this is interesting. So there's nobody really to run. We've got to give the Republicans a chance. And then all of a sudden, I think Elisa Martinez got in with like two weeks to go or three weeks to go. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah, that's fine if you want to do that. And, you know, you, at least you do have name recognition. Um, well, at least you did that. And I mean, we haven't heard from her in some time. So would have loved to have seen her involved in something in this cycle, but that's not happening. Uh, but she's a, a nice enough person. And, you know, I, I do think a lot of her politically. Um, and then, you know, Big old tub, Mark Moore's got to get him in. So I'm like, okay, well, right. yeah, Joe, let's get him in, Robert Aragon. Let's let's keep him in, right? The mix. We make sure Eddie Aragon doesn't get in with like uh, 10, 12 days. Oh, I've already raised two hundred thousand dollars. Come to find out, he's like <laughs> taking out TPP, PPP all over himself, and deciding to go ahead and you know jump into the middle of the race with ten days, and he wins it with you know I don't know forty eight votes or something. Okay, that's fine. And and then all this mailer was sent out. Eddie Aragon abuses his kids. Eddie Aragon has got this going. I'm like, oh, wow. Nice job, Republicans. You guys are doing great. I'm like, okay. Here comes the S show once again. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Well, Mark Morris gets his ass handed to him. That's a, that's a pretty large ass to hand to somebody, by the way. I don't know how, how many people it takes to pick that ass up, but there's a lot of it. And uh, apparently the Democrats were able to hand it to him, uh, the little old Melanie Stansberry. And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so we got a mayoral's race uh, running. I'm like, who's the, who's the, who's the mayoral candidate? Is there a mayoral candidate jumping in? I'm like, uh, Lonnie? Nope. I'm moving. I'm, I'm out. Wait, uh, County Commissioner Lonnie Talbert, after three terms, you're a wonderful person. I, I could kiss you on the forehead. You're a wonderful banker. You're a good person. Like, uh, I'm like, um, I don't know, maybe Steve Maestas. Uh, I don't know. Any, anybody. Anybody to run. It was like, oh, we're, we're all getting behind Manny. I'm like, oh, this is a Manny. Wait, that. Piquito? We're going to get behind little Manny. Hey, we're going to get behind the Manny of the Democrat. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this, this, this is a bright idea. I'm like, someone, uh, we got to need a Republican. We could definitely get behind. We've got to build the party for the future because we've got to get Republicans elected. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to jump in with 10 days in. And then all of a sudden we get in. It's like, oh, he cheated. 
well, you come after me in, in this, you come after me in this. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, he lives in his office and uh, ethics violations and I, I don't know. He uses his radio station. Does anybody want any nice things in New Mexico? I'm just wondering. I'm like, okay, well, and then we go and we got, you know, within 10 days and after just barely raising any money, not really trying or just getting out there and running like literally a kick ass campaign, like just, just roasting them in the, in the debates, roasting them on the, uh, all over the dance floor, just ripping little Manolito apart and ripping tiny Tim Keller apart over there. Got like nearly 20% after, you know, nothing coming in. Johnny come lately after, uh, you know, Manny spinning his wheels in court and all this crap. I'm like, oh, this painful. God, New Mexico, get it together. And I don't want to run for anything. I'm like, oh, so we go through that whole rigmarole. I'm like, oh, you know, I've had enough. I put myself through a state party chair race, CD1 race, this race. I'm trying to organize. And by the way, during that time in the mayoral race, I'm literally trying to keep the dogs off of Steve Pierce. And I'm like, okay, well, just, you know, we got to, we got to stay together. We got to keep, and, and, and meanwhile, the Bernalillo County Republican Party has it, they like literally pulling its heads out of its asses and deciding, well, we're going to go ahead and go after the Bernalillo County Party chair with, uh, I don't know, I forget her name, Julie something. I can't remember. Okay, sorry. We're going to go after Julie. We're going to go after Jeff. I'm like, okay, but great timing. Thank you for doing that. Like, uh, okay, well, we got to pay attention to that, plus the ethics complaints and blah, blah, blah. Oh. Then we, we're going into 2022. You know, Donald Trump, I'm so tired of hearing Donald Trump, just as an aside, just please, just candidates. If you guys are aligning yourself with Donald Trump, uh, you heard me today, uh, February 28th, 415. You're an idiot. You're a total moron, okay? Donald Trump isn't going anywhere. Right? He's ship has sailed. I've got giant flags. Love the man. I could tell you everything about him, top to top to bottom. I don't care. I don't care. This country has moved on. Okay, period. The only person that hasn't moved on is Donald Trump and all the Trumpistas that are following him. Like I'm done with it. It's it's over. Okay, we we that ship has sailed. You lost to Burke. She lost to Fauci. It's over. I'm like okay. Yeah, I, I tried to float Trump through the camp. Oh, he's a Trump candidate. Well, he wants to Trumpy in the party. Oh, thank God he didn't become. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, now now we're all for Trump. And like, and that's that's the new thing. All of a sudden, the people who are for Trump are suddenly like running the party. I'm like, what? It doesn't even make any sense. Like, what is it? What is your problem, Republicans? Like, are you just hell bent on losing every freaking thing? Because I think that you are. And I'm going to tell you, the smartest man in the room who was at the convention on Saturday was the man that I have made fun of for having probably the lowest level of education attainment by way of becoming a meteorologist. And that happened to be Mark Ronchetti and his handlers like Jay McCluskey. Jay's done good work. Okay. Now he's, he's never gonna, he's never gonna ante up to me and say, Hey, Eddie, but, but you know, you got, these city councilors, he ran their ran their stuff. Uh, Dad, are you uh, are you are you back on the saddle again? I certainly hope so, sir. I oh, certainly you hope sound so. you sound you sound marvelous. I'm going on a little rant here. So. I, I can't imagine what you've been talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I went over the last you know for this whole entire thing that the tire you know whatever my my quality of my life is amazing by the way, compared to you know, 
They're like, oh, can we didn't go to Rio Doso? I'm like, why? For what reason? I went and got my state central committee. You guys literally in the middle of my mayoral campaign, you kicked me off the Bernalillo County Central Committee. Then you kicked me off the state central committee. I'm like, boy, you guys are a whole lot of stupid. So anyway, let's let's move on. So we, the smartest person in the room was a guy, and I don't know that he was that smart. I think it had to do more with the people who were running him. And Jay McCluskey is the smartest guy there is when it comes to the uh, Republican Party now. He's about to take take it over, and, and he's not focused on Ron Ketty 2022. He's focused on Ron Ketty 2026. Ah. Remember, he got to raise all the money, raise all the money, create the, the run the first time, and then you get to run the second time and have the two-term cycle when she cycles out. Because Michelle Lujan Grisham is almost unbeatable. Okay. Jay is not a stupid man. You, you don't get to where he's done and done the things that he's done by being stupid. You don't. So Mark Ronchetti essentially walks into the room and tells everybody to vote for Don't, not me. Like, oh, uh, what's he trying to do here? Are, are you, are you, you have to be born yesterday. The strategy for Mark Ronchetti is this simple. Try not to get into a head-to-head -head with Greg Zanetti. Because the only person that he could lose in a primary, in an open primary, is the most likable guy in the race, which is Greg Zanetti. Greg Zanetti could beat Mark Ronchetti in a primary. Zanetti, Ronchetti, remember? Remember Sanchez and Sanchez? I was involved in that campaign. John Sanchez ran against Raymond Sanchez. All the little viejitos were like, I'm going to go vote for Raymond. Raymond what? Raymond Sanchez. <laughs> oh, mira, look. There's two of them. Yeah. What's his name? Come Yeah. I'm a, I'm a New Mexico voter. I've always voted for Sanchez. I, you know, I, I vote for the guy, man. His name is on the community center over there. I, I'm so confused. You literally had the most intelligent person in politics. If anybody has been listening to this radio show for any length of time, there's only one person who I have stated who is the most intelligent person in politics, yes. bar none. You have, you have. She literally will reduce you to rubble. She is that smart. She is the most connected federally. Now, she's more powerful than Michelle Lujan Grisham. Her name is Maggie Hart Stebbins. Maggie Hart Stebbins is running her campaign. Raymond Sanchez. We're going to run John Sanchez against uh, Raymond Sanchez. Which, who, which one is he? Republican Party, there's zero doubt in my mind that they are absolutely hell-bent on defeating themselves, period. There is no other explanation for the type of behavior that goes on. Okay. And by the way, their new their new media darling, their new darling is Jay Block. The guy who literally like shook his finger, uh, was angry, shaking his fist at the Republican Party. I hate Steve Pierce. Like, like all these text messages are like coming all over the place and Rebecca Dow and ethics complaints. I'm like, oh, wow. Well, nobody, nobody can tell who's sending those text messages out, can they? Well, we have no idea who's sending out those text messages. Who, who might be sending out uh, text messages attacking Rebecca Dow? And then it comes over the top and says, well, it just so happens that we're just trying to unite the party. I'm like, uh, whoa. <laughs> I don't know what kind of strategy you think you're employing here, but... Literally, I mean, I have seen see-through lingerie that, 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 that is more solid than that. 
Jay McCluskey and Mark Ronchetti will win this running away. And the only person, the only way that they could have done it is by making sure when Mark Ronchetti runs into a room and says, hey, party unity, everybody. Make sure that you vote for everybody else. Well, who do you think they're going to go vote for? Ronchetti knew that they were going to go vote for Dow and Block. Like, neither one of those had a, a very good chance of beating more than 20. And Ronchetti walks into the room, okay, and says this. And I'm like, and you see all these messages going back and forth. I'm like, oh, okay, well, here you go. Like, this, this, this isn't written yesterday. This is like for all time. It's like the oldest oldest thing. Who has the most money? Mark Ronchetti. What did Mark Ronchetti not want to do? Waste his damn money during the primary. How did he do that? He went and gathered a bunch of damn signatures. He says, I don't even need to participate in this charade. I don't need to call Eddie Aragon for interviews. I don't need to go anywhere, but maybe once in a while check in. I need to move to the middle. I can't get on any kind of conservative stuff. And you know what? I got to basically appeal to soccer moms. And uh, the, the middle middle of the road people, basically every Brooke Basson in, in Albuquerque is, is all he's trying to sell to. Mark Rocchetti's audience is Brooke Basson and anybody who follows her. And by the way, that's not the worst formula in the world. No, no. That, that, that's going to win. That is literally going to win the race. Okay. Like if you wanted, if you wanted a competitive primary, now you're gonna have two. You're gonna have like this bloodthirsty fight between Rebecca Dow and Jay Block. There's just like just pulverizing each other. Ron Kay's gonna be hanging out over here, just out in left field. Like, oh, I'm the likable guy. Uh, by the way, the weather in uh, Clayton today. <laughs> He's gonna be the only guy who knows where every single city is in the state of New Mexico. And he's gonna be the only guy with a man who has already been to the promised land. And when the greatest desire in the state of New Mexico is to get to the promised land and you've got the guy who's captain the ship and Jay McCluskey, there is no primary. And the media is trying to write this thing as if it's some sort of half cocked. Oh, is it playing damage? I saw this article, Dowd, that you included in the notes. And I'm like, oh, wow. Look at this. Uh, Moran Ketty running damage control. Who's putting that filth out? Is it Chacon? <laughs> Is that what, which one? Ron Ketty steps up to damage control for poor, like talk about a media that doesn't know anything about what's happening in the party. That whole thing was set up perfectly, just perfectly for Mark Ron Ketty. That, that, that convention couldn't have gone better for Mark Ron Ketty. Can you imagine like taking the Eddie Aragon approach? Like you can go to the convention? Nah, or what? To get the same people who didn't support me the last time? To go ahead and garner the support of the people who did never even pick the primary. Like every single time they pick the primary winner, it never ends up being that person. Why? Because nobody follows the Republican Party because they have no power. I've said it before and I'll say it again. There's more power in this radio station than there is in the entirety of, and even at a thousand watts right now, after you've taken down my FM, taken down the AM, hit the translator, there's more power in this little rinky dink radio station with me on it than there is in the entire Republican Party. Folks, you've got your candidate. They got it through. The strategy has worked. Bernalillo County coordinating with this and this. I don't care who the chairman is. I don't care what's happening. Jay McCluskey's running the party. Like, get that in your head, okay? And this isn't, 
Jane McCluskey focused on 2022. Oh, we're going to take it to Michelle. She's like, uh, send in the clowns. There ought to be clowns. They're like, already here. Like, like, I'm actually, I'm honestly, I'm very proud of Jay McCluskey in this whole entire endeavor. This whole he's thing. He's good at what he does. There's no Saturday question. It was a complete and total S show. Okay. Like, you, honestly, just, you, you don't have a primary challenger that's going to go over. Well, wait. Oh, Peggy Mueller Aragon, after getting the lowest vote count, decided to go ahead and we're going to keep the faith and keep trying to go ahead and, and uh, go for Lieutenant Governor. You do that, girl. The best thing I could have told you, and, and there won't be a win, okay, unless something dramatic happens, because there's just some smart people. For the next two to four years, Mark Ranchetti gets to go ahead and do whatever he wants and reorient the party along with Jay McCluskey. That's what happens Saturday. That's the only thing that happens. The rest of the stuff is sideshow. Right? It's, it's subscript. The rest of the stuff is, is footnotes. The rest of the stuff is, it's like the whole thing is written. Jay McCluskey has the Republican Party for the next 12 years. For the next four, uh, three, three cycles, yes. For the next three cycles, he owns it, okay? Because he has 22, he has 26. Mark Ronchetti will be your nominee in 26. There's, there's zero doubt in my mind. Mark Ronchetti will be your nominee this year unless some sort of amazing thing happens, which I don't th think, see that happening, okay? Because nobody knows anything about politics. Nobody knows a single darn thing, okay? And I met with Mark. I went and I saw Mark at the convention of it. Nice as can be. Nice as can be. You know what? You know what people want right now? They want nice. You know what they want? They want nice. You know, because they're they're fed up with, well, we're gonna bludgeon you, we're gonna beat you up, we're gonna hit him, hit him, hit him, sock him, sock him, rock him. No, they don't want any of that. Like we're, we're whoa. This is why Zanetti would have been a better choice than Ron Ketty. And then all these text messages like. I don't know if I got more text messages from Rebecca Dow or the ones that were coming against Rebecca Dow. You know, I can't imagine Ralph and Mahar just hitting Rebecca Dow with text messages every five minutes. I'm like, uh, hello, I'm at a, I'm trying to get through my son's basketball game and you guys are blasting my phone. I was like, oh, don't you know there's an ethics complaint against Rebecca? Yes, I heard it. I think I saw the, I'm sure we visited about it. In fact, I know the guy who filed it. So does Rebecca. Like, enjoy the honeymoon. The Einsteinery going around this state is enough to just make you ill. There was a reason back in the, and this, why, this is exactly why I hit Mark so hard at the very beginning. I mean, when Mark came out that last time, I was so upset and angry at Jay. I literally just went to, I went as hard as I possibly could at Mark Ronchetti. I'm like, oh, bing, 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 bing. I mean, and, and that's probably what lost in the Senate race against Ben, to be quite honest, okay? I can tell you if he gets through, the only thing I'm going to be doing is helping him every single turn I possibly can because I cannot stand Michelle Lujan Grisham in there for another four years, okay? I cannot stand that, all right? Politics is not for the meek. It's not for the lowly. You have to have some level of tact and intelligence. If they can see the train coming, that's not a train you want to take. You got to know New Mexico. You have to understand New Mexico. 
I believe Jay McCluskey's been involved with New Mexico since mid-90s. The Republican Party brought in by John Dendel. Like, there was nobody there. I think it was like Jay turning on and off the lights, holding the open door and saying, okay, we got to figure out what to do here. But my suggestion is if you don't want Michelle Lujan Grisham, yeah, it's a lesser of two evils. You better jump on the on that train there. Okay. And I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I'm just kind of concerned about policy now. I'm just a radio guy. You guys, that's what you wanted me to be. So I'm, I'm just a radio. I'm just here. I'm just on the radio. just talking. doesn't really matter. Apparently everyone's a radio. We got, we got, uh, you know. Oh man. If I could just say the next words that were on my, my mind, I just, I would, but they don't even bear repeating. It's just doesn't even, not even worth it. The political analysis that you're seeing, I don't care if it's from Joe Monahan or any of the scrap you're seeing out there. Just forget about it. And if you want to know what's going to happen, come right here. Okay, We're going to give you the intelligence that you need, you need to understand. There's going to be a race. People are going to raise money. Okay, but I really do think the kinder, gentler approach to the whole entire thing is, is good. Uh, you know, Greg uh, Zanetti, you know, they were questioning his qualifications as Brigadier General. What is your problem? The guy's literally like 06. It's like three pays from the highest. Like we've known this guy. He's been sitting here demonstrating his knowledge. There is such a thing as being too smart for politics. Right here. Case in point. Every single day. You've got two guys. And this isn't us patting ourselves on the back, but we're right a lot more than we're wrong on things. A lot more. And it angers people to no end. And they're like, oh, those guys are terrible. I don't care. I don't. I just want what's best for New Mexico. I really do. I really do. And I know Michelle Lujan Grisham is not it. I know she's not it. I know I know Dowd is hit. Uh, Rebecca Dowd. Uh, Dow. Sorry, Dowd. Sorry. I apologize. My apologies. He's hit her very hard on policy front. Very solidly. Those are Those are clean shots. Okay. Yeah. Those are easy shots to, to just take a look at right there. And it's like, okay, yeah, we are on, in fact, another Red Ink uh, one went out today. Rockoftalk.chat. I think I'm going to leave it there. The Republican Party is in complete and total disarray. Complete and total disarray. Okay. And the only way, the only person who's going to manage this chaos, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending upon, and I don't care one way or the other, is Jay McCluskey. That's simple. It's about the number of irons you have in the fire. And he's got way more, way more. Okay. So my suggestion to you for the foreseeable future, for the foreseeable future is if you don't want Michelle Lujan Grisham, focus on that. Focus on making sure what you can get across the finish line. Okay. And it's gonna take money. That's money talks and BS walks. Okay. Period. The end. Okay. He's already won it. He's already run a statewide race. He already ran against one Lujan. Doesn't want to lose a second time around. You've already had Ronchetti Lujan on the ballot. That's the way that Jay sees it. It's just this political analysis. I've got a degree in political science. I've got a degree in economics. I understand this kind of stuff. It literally is, oh, I saw those names before. People are that stupid. And they're going to turn out to vote. They're going to say, I saw Lujan. Oh, I'm gonna I didn't like Lujan last time. Isn't he sick? I'm not going to vote. Like people are going to walk up not knowing they're voting for governor. Oh, Ben Ray, Ronchetti again, what? <laughs> it's 
That's FO. What? Baby. Okay. And all of you guys that are trying to do whatever you can to kind of move against Jay or whatever, like I, I don't even bother. Okay. I'm not a subscriber to if you can't beat him, join him. I will support him. Okay. Or any uh, Republican nominee that inevitably comes out of this whole thing. But don't read the crap that you read in the stuff here. In fact, in my opinion, the Republican Party had it, the way that I was hearing it, had it completely reversed. Totally reversed from the way that the public is going to see this. Remember, it's the public that votes, not the Republican Party. The Republican Party couldn't mess up any more than it already has on a Bernalillo County level, on a state level. Okay. It's that simple. There's way too much but familial drama that's going on in the midst of all this. Okay. I like all the candidates. I think they're fine. I, I'm on a speaking basis with any one of them. But your best understand what's at stake here for the state of New Mexico. Okay. We will have all the candidates. We're going to have a debate with all the four of the candidates. They all wanted to go ahead and jump in. Do I think they will? No. Do I think Ron Ketty is going to square off against, you know, Zanetti or Block? No. Let's, let's get real. Why would we put, why would we put him in a situation where he might look bad? And there's a, you know, an audience that's going to be, you're not going to do that. Okay. And I'd be careful about hitting him. You're going to try, how, what are you going to hit Ron Ketty on? I'd love to know. Please, please, please explain to me. You're going to go back to a, a Trump tape that I basically originated from the stuff that we hit him with. Oh, the orange man or the, or the loops that we found on KRQ. You're going to hit him with that? Trump doesn't matter anymore. Trump mattered when he ran during a presidential cycle with Ben Ray Lujan. Trump mattered. That was the difference. Yes, Trump mattered. Oh, I'm not going to turn out for okay. Trump mattered then. Trump doesn't matter now. Trump is inconsequential. You've already heard me. It's already been quoted. I don't know. It, it, as I think the only time Joe Monahan was talking about my, the radio show is when I decided to get off the Trump train. I wasn't on any Trump train, bro. Get off it. Trump's a great man, the greatest president in my lifetime, certainly probably ever in any lifetime as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, all good things must come to an end. And this tour was CPAC and people touring the country and all oh, the caravan of truckers. But yet Karen Bedoni out there, the caravan of truckers, who's now a libertarian, who literally told me, Karen told me, she said, I've been a lifelong Republican. Didn't she say that? She's been a lifelong Republican. I was like, oh, let me, okay. <laughs> Whoa, in the middle of, uh, middle of this whole entire thing, we need to go ahead and shift gears, I guess. Okay, okay, Karen. Told you to run for CD3. You, you're like 10 times the candidate Alexis Johnson is. 10 times. Like, Karen, I love you, okay? But Karen, you could have won CD3. Karen, Karen could have won CD3. Louis Sanchez. Louis, there, there's a man who takes advice. Ah, Louis. Ah, ah Louis. He got 66%. And not, not to mention, it's going to be a lot higher. Yeah, we've, 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 we've tossed old Michelle Garcia Holmes on the trash heap. I told you. Like, eventually, these women with three names, you know, it's like, oh, that's a Democrat. Janice Arnold Jones, Michelle Garcia Holmes, Peggy Miller Aragon. It's just, about. And Democrat. Let's help the other side win. We need strong candidates. Louis Sanchez is a businessman. He's a good man. 
He is a nice guy. Louie is a nice guy. He's too nice for politics. That's what we need. <laughs> okay. okay. That's what we need. <laughs> okay. We don't need a politician. That's true. Okay. We just need nice people. <laughs> You know what? I want. I want to. I'm going to go to the. I'm going to go to the poll. I. I don't even know if I'm in CD one. Wait, no. Now I'm going to be in CD. By the time I vote out, I'll be in CD three. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Another giveaway. Another giveaway. So you walk up there. It's like, I want to vote for the nice guy. Pull the handle for, Louis. I just want to tell you how good it felt to vote for you. Like, can you imagine walking to the polls like, that Louis Sanchez? He's a nice guy. It's like. And here's the thing that's working for Louie. This is why Louie, I think, I told Louie that I'm like, Louie, this is why it's going to work out for you. Because you have uh, Louis Sanchez, who's a Democrat on the city council that just won. <laughs> oh, hey, what's going on? Who's on the Sanchez? Can't argue fast. <laughs> Raymond Sanchez and what? Who? Donzo, all the, uh, the people in New Mexico, we just vote for the last names. Okay. Uh, are you mad at me yet? Are you angry? Are you lonesome tonight? It's hard. It sucks to be right this many times. People are like, how come you're not mad about this? How can hey, Eddie, how come you didn't throw the party uh, for the mayor all right? What? What are you talking about, party? You wait. The Republican Party, first, I, I didn't have any of their support. They made sure of that. Party? The last thing that's associated with me is a party, unless I'm the one-man party. We all know this. We we know this, okay? Eddie here, yeah, he's a good time guy. Yeah, he's a, that guy can talk all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he'll tell you the worst jokes you've ever heard, literally. My kids, oh, man, I had the, great, I had the greatest weekend. They're like, how can you go to Rio Dosa? I'm like, oh, I'm coaching my kids and my son. My son drove it the length of the court two times. Two times. And Way to go, Sammy. It. He banked it from fifth. A fourth grader banks it from 15. He was like draining it. My man. Three. No, it wasn't a three, but it was from 15. <laughs> Might as well have been. <laughs> and you know what? So, and I told him at the end, I was like, I was very excited about Sandman, because he's, you know, Sandman and uh, Seabass. Kick his ass, Seabass and Sandman. The great thing about Sam, no ego. My son, now think about this. My yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Zero ego. Yeah, you're right. You're. Right. I never noticed that, but you're none right. Ego, no ego. He's the most coachable kid you've ever seen. This, this, is, this is the same compliments I got when I was growing up. I did what I was told, run the position, and then he says, Dad, I want to try to, I want to be the number one. I want to be number one. I said, okay. You said, do you think you're ready? I said, okay. And he said, yeah. And so he dribbles the length of the court, takes like six shots, makes two of the six, okay. drains those. And, and he knew he was going to make it. He, if you could, you, you can like see the shot and he's like, he claps at himself twice, knowing that he was going to make it and it was already running back. Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. The two. That's more satisfying than anything I've ever done in politics. That shot, those shots are more satisfying than anything I've ever accomplished in my, my life. If you see your kid do some, and you're the coach of the team, I'm the coach of the team. By the way, they, the kids are all very nice. This one, one little kid, Matthew, you know, 
Oh man, he he really had a breakout. Game. He must have scored like 14 points. I was so proud of him. Wow. He was his, he was wearing a mask. His mom, you know, has him wear the mask or whatever. I'm like, I don't really, I you know, I, I just try to like, I'm not gonna. So I the, my whole coaching mentality and all this doubt is to the first five kids that show up. I got to reward the parents, right? Because nobody really cares. They're all getting in. I got to cycle them and play them fairly. And who's you know, I got to do that. The first five kids that show up, those are the first five kids that get to play. Like it gets, gets in. Yeah. I've got these two wonderful Nguyen uh, Asian kids. My gosh. Pure joy to watch them Great. dribble all the way down and shoot it. And just their, enthu- their unbridled enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Only a child has that level of enthusiasm. And it's just like you're just looking at them. And, and, and one of the coaches on the team, on the Lobo team, his son plays. And he's, he's good. And, boy, he didn't get a call year. Not one year. Old Danny boy didn't get one call a year. I mean, this, they're rocking him because it's like, bam. It's like, I, and I tried to tell, tell coach. I said, coach, this is New Mexico. Okay. We don't like anybody to be any better than anybody else on the, on the court. Okay. And this is the mentality. It's yep. called the rock bottom, lowest common denominator mentality. And the refs are there. They, well, keep it fair. He's too good. We're going to call double dribble on him, but we're going to see that one kid that's running around with the ball all the way around the court. But we're never going to call anything on them because they're, they're all at different levels. We got to keep it. Well, so we got a little Joey. Joey was great. Uh, good. He, he, his little, his brain, his brain shuts off. Bing. The brain shuts off. The basketball is on and nothing else. It's all impulse. In the zone. Joey, Joey. And by the way, they all know who I am. You know, like the refs, they know they was better not get mad. There goes, there goes angry Eddie. That's the guy that ran for mayor, right? Well, how come he looks about 50 pounds, 60 pounds lighter? <laughs> uh, I thought he was big and gigantic and gargantuan. You know, what's wrong with this guy? Let me kind of relate the basketball back to the Republican Party. There's a French expression called joy de vivre, joy of life, right? Also, je ne sais quoi, a certain something. Oh, electable, not electable. Oh, delectable. She is undelectable. Right? That's the je ne sais quoi. You're like, what does that woman have that every man is just going after? And like the women are like sitting there getting drunk. They can't figure it out. I was like, man, I hate that bitch. Man, I hate that bitch. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why. And she has that. Okay. The rest of you got milk bone underwear. You guys are just chewing through them. You're embattling these little fringe element, uh, uh, punching, kicking, screaming. Okay. The X factor in all this, okay, people want to win. Everyone loves a winner. I'm sorry, you don't win by getting 28 or 29% Rebecca Dow J block. That is not a win. You know what's a win? Walking into a room and saying, ha! But for anybody else here, I'm already on the ballot and I've got $2 million up yours. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, my political consultant has run the Republican party has run the governor's office. He's run everything like that. Oh, by the way, Jay is, I think a coach. The Jay, Jay understands things the way that I do. Imagine if Jay and I got together, that'll never happen. But imagine if Jay and I got together, that would literally be like, we would we would own 
the state. Uh, we hate each other maybe some days, like each other. We would literally own the state of New Mexico. Well, that would be unstoppable. You would, you would not even be able to do it. Like, what are you going to do? Like, Jay, I'm totally cool. What do you, what do you want to do? What do you think? Here? No, I disagree with you. What do you think? Here's why. Like, that just is the way it goes. I mean, McCluskey, like, walk into that room, tell everybody to vote for everybody else, stick somebody else, because you don't want to face the Brigadier General Zanetti. You don't want to face that guy. Trust me. <laughs> Mark, you don't want to be on a stage where you're having to debate General Zanetti. Hey, it's not going to go well. Let me just let you know. The guy is like, got a night. The guy literally graduated top of his class. Wait, let's figure out Greg Zanetti for a second. Top of his class, he's a brigadier general, married his childhood sweetheart. I mean, uh, oh, and you're, you work with Bill Gates. Here, I work with him. Just stop, stop. You don't need to be the ref that's calling every foul on Daniel all the time. Like, we, we just don't need that. Like, really, it's enough. We got to build, like, the next cycle, and there's only one person who's capable of even doing that. Right? Like, like, this was his time to get through if he were to punch through. You know, Greg probably wouldn't end up running again. You know, he'd be like, nah, been through that. Been there, done that. I've been fighting, trying to provide insights. Like, I don't know what's wrong with these Republicans. I guess they just don't want to get it right. You're welcome to react. And if you're a candidate, you want to jump in. I'd love to hear from you and you and you and you and you. But you won't because you can't. The charades that were played, the midnight meetings, the contriving, and oh, here's what we're gonna do, and here's how we're gonna play, and we're gonna get rookie, rookie. Hey, we're having a we're having a rookie meeting over here. Can we have some people show up over here tonight? We're gonna go ahead and have a rookie meeting uh, tonight at the rookie meeting. Here's what you do, and this is what you do. Jay's like, um, uh, Marco, have dinner with your friend. <laughs> What's your family? <laughs> Call a couple, a guy, couple big wait, donors. There's a guy. Yeah, no, exactly. There's a guy I want you to meet down the road, and uh, he's going to give you hundred thousand dollars. Just uh, you know, <laughs> all the world's a stage. All right, let, let's get back to the Democrats just for a moment. They're going to have their convention next week. Oh. When the media gets together to talk about it, they're going to talk about how well run it is. They're not going to talk about, you know, see, see, this is what happens when you have real leadership. When you lose, you lose and you leave. You don't lose and then, well, I'm going to stay in the race. Uh, Peggy, do yourself a favor. Get out of the race. Just do it. We've got our black guy for lieutenant governor. We're, we're, we're going to play. We are playing identity politics now. The Republican Party and no one's going against them. Why are you trying? Why is anyone trying to run against Ann Thornton? We're like, we got that card. We're all set to play that. Okay. Ant even knows it. Come on, let's get let's get real. Let's get real. Level with us. Please. Let's 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 talk in plain speak, why don't we? Let's just put it out there. Is that is that so hard to talk about this? Okay. This is inside baseball. We're having a little huddle here in the Kiva. Okay, Ant's been around. He's he's coming up with some ideas of the pH. Hmm, we got ourselves a smart black guy, PhD. From Sandia, no less, running for lieutenant governor. I can see the Democrats coming over. He used to be a Democrat. He's a smart Democrat. He left the Dem. Guess who's going to go ahead and get, make people switch over to the Republican Party? Maybe Ann Thornton. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is that is that too much? Is that too much common sense? 
Is that too much truth? You, you, you can't figure that one out? Ant donated to my campaign. Ant was involved with it. It's like, oh, you know, I signed up uh, and I signed his petition. I'm like, I don't know why anyone's running against Ant Thornton. So I was like, <laughs> wait, there's five candidates? Why? <laughs> At least it's not double digits anymore. <laughs> the Democrats are like, uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, what's the, uh, Le- uh, what's the woman who had a DUI? You're not running again. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's the guy with the partial sexual harassment in the South Valley that was going to run for governor? Michelle Lujan Grisham's like, you're not going to run. Right. They're like, uh, no, you're not doing it. Brian Cologne, you're going to do this. Like they're a well oiled machine. You're going to do this. I'm going to do that. This is the way it's run. This is what's going to happen. And here's how we execute. Break, huddle, a team. Whoa. No, instead you get just people just sending text messages. We're going to destroy the leader of the Republican Party. And she's a terrible person. I'm like, okay, that's a great idea. I think that sounds good. Perfect. There is so much stupidity in New Mexico politics that we could have a radio show for, for years, for generations, for eternity, as far as I'm concerned. Because the IQ is seemingly never going to go much higher than, than this. And people are embattled and they're, they got their little victories. And like, oh, I won. Okay. Yes. Duly noted. Duly noted. So I guess we'll take your phone calls if you want, but I really don't care. I don't care. I really don't care. I, I cared and I put myself in it and I'm going to help whatever comes out of this. Latrine. <laughs> you remember that? Remember the latrine in charge? He was so happy he didn't know what the word latrine meant. Like, what's a latrine? And he's like walking around. Is what is the name of that? Is it what's the name? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's the name of a show. It's like, and my thought, I just thought it was so hilarious because he went to the army, right? And he couldn't read. And you know, he was born. He was grown up in in, in Montoya and Pastura, New Mexico. If you're a governor candidate and you can identify either one of those towns, you have my support. By the way. <laughs> How well do you know New Mexico? Wait, you mean Karen Montoya? Oh, yeah. The, oh, wow. Let me say, it was the funniest thing. Could you say, well, we don't know what we're talking about. We don't know if we're voting for a Salazar, a Sanchez, a uh, who, a this, a that. Nobody knows. Trujillo. 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 There's <laughs> oh, always a Trujillo. There's always, there's always. <laughs> at least three in the legislature at any given time. Yeah. Is that right? Is that what, is that what it is? <laughs> that's the standard. I think that's New uh, Mexico law. That's the sacrifice. <laughs> so there you go, folks. Um, that'll that'll lay it out. Uh, we'll take anybody's call at uh, any time um, for any reason, for whatever reason you want to. And I'd love for you to, you know, set the record straight and tell us about, you know, what insights we missed or why we're wrong. Or, you know, please go back in the history and show us where we're wrong and how we're wrong and what we're doing. I mean, we I think we've got uh, two and a half years of, Piles of paper. I think I got a, a few essays on leadership where we were dead on and all this kind of stuff. I mean, I've been prognosticating, putting this stuff together for five, six, seven years. I've dipped my toe in the water, took the plunge, done everything that I possibly can. Folks, it's beyond help. It really is. Okay. It really is. It's, it is beyond help. Okay. One guy who just got four different, three different city council races. There's a majority questionable over on city council, whether or not that's actually going to help. I'm glad Dan Lewis, Dan Lewis hired Jay McCluskey. 
Dan was not a Jay McCluskey fan. He was not a Jay McCluskey fan, period. Okay. Dan was like, Dad, and, and, you know, I'm like, Dan, like, oh, he's just doing my mail. I'm like, oh, I don't care. Did you win? Well, then that's enough. That's enough. That's what counts. That's what counts. Okay. Nobody cares about, uh, nobody cares about any of that stuff. We got uh, Renee Grout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, who? What? What is it? What's a, what's a Renee Grout? Yeah, exactly. You're like, well, she's on, she won. There it is. Yeah, there's got to be something, something to be said for that. So anyway, Republicans, hopefully you guys can just get past this stuff and just say, oh, I'm a Republican. And then just, well, I'll vote for the Republican candidate. And then we get back to that. that that's at least a good starting point. Okay. So do as I do. Um, listen to my insight. Um, doubt, I mean, you're welcome to add two cents to any of that if you'd like, but Doubt is, uh, there's a reason why Doubt is not for hire, because he literally hates the last 53 minutes of this show, just like the people who I'm speaking about also hate it. Uh, well, it's, hate gotten, it. It, it's given me a great chance to get uh, a lot of the uh, research on tomorrow's Daily Blast out in the last 53 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> but, uh, no, you know, it, it, I study public policy and economics, so I don't, I just don't care about politics, but politics obviously has an impact on public policy and economics, and economics, public policy has an impact on politics. It. I, I didn't pay attention to this. Of course, I would never go to an event like this. But the old in the old days, the party bosses were enormously powerful. Bingo, thank the, you. The, the, the well, yeah, uh, proverbial smoke-filled room. So I think if, if it were 50 years ago or 100 years ago, I think whatever Republican who had sort of put in enough time, exactly. uh, who was ahead of the line. So, you know, Rebecca Dow had run for office multiple times. There you go. Uh, yep. General Zanetti, didn't he run the Bernalillo County Republican Party? You know, there would have been a sit-down and they would have picked their candidate, and that that would have been that. But in the modern era, uh, you've got consultants and out, all sorts of uh, outside fundraising, whether it's uh, uh, individual internet donations or big big guys giving big checks. Uh, you've got the media-driven personality stuff, I think, which is Ron Ketty. And frankly, Trump benefited that from that, That's whether you hate him or exactly. love him, because he was a big personality. So exactly. I think a guy like, I don't know anything about McCluskey other than, you know, articles I've read over the years, but <clears throat> a professional consultant can, can look at a party apparatus, particularly a party apparatus like New Mexico's Republican Party, and see that there's there's no there there and say, I'm going to latch on to a guy like Ron Ketty, who's yeah. likable, who has the there ability to raise a lot of money. Uh, my job as a political consultant, I don't I don't care what happens to public policy. I want billable hours so I can make money yeah. and, w and win elections and then move on to charge even higher rates at, uh, for the next people I work for. So and it win. seems to me... And win. and win a lot of the time. Win, yeah. yeah. Uh, it seems well, now, to me that now he's winning. He he wasn't winning for a while. He had a he cut a losing streak for a while. Right. Uh, you know, it just seems to me that we're. You know, if I'm wrong, Eddie, you're, you would know more way about this than I am. What we're seeing is this more modern politics, yeah. where a smart guy like McCleskey he <clears> has a great pony to ride. Yeah. Uh, likable Q score can raise money. Did well against an incumbent last time around uh, um, hell almost made it to the u.s senate at 46 or 47 percent of the vote so he's basically they kind of washed their hands of this thing and said we're on the ballot we know that we are going to inundate registered republicans with campaign materials in, in the months to come we know we're going to run ads like crazy it's going to be mark and his wife and his kids and that's go. how we're going to get the nomination and so this, this whole uh, these pathetic children in a sandbox in ruidoso over the weekend mean nothing to us we're just going to transcend this it seems like that's probably what they did yeah and that's what you're looking at overall is the uh, the big the big horse race down in ruidoso the 
Remember the, the, the I'm surprised no one talked about uh, it. No, nobody in the media could do that. Doubt uh, you would have the thought, downs. You know, yes. The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the Downs. It's the Rio, yeah, it's the Rio Doso Downs. I grew up there. I grew up at that track. Um, yeah. My dad's uh, horse was King's Intention. Boy, that was uh, that was nothing nothing like the horses. And uh, yep, they've got a horse that they can ride. And uh, the horse decided to get all the other horses in the race. It's sort of like we want a match race. Uh, it's gonna be uh, yeah, Sham Sham versus uh, yeah, Secretariat Secretariat is like uh, the duel. You remember all the horses got out of the race. And Sham was damn well sure he was gonna he was gonna win. And then, you know, two twenty four after the mile and a half. By the way, I could talk horse races all day long, and everybody knows that. But we'll leave it right there. Hit the top of the hour. Bring it back. Uh, second hour up next, right here in the Kiva AM sixteen hundred KIVA ABQ FM Rockoftalks.com. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy that says if the weather's clear, can do, can do, this guy says the horse can do, if he says the horse can do, can do, can do. I think in Valentine, cause on the morning line, the guy has got him bigger than five to nine. But make it epitaph, he wins it by a half. I do this here in the telegraph. For Paul Revere, I'll fight. I hear his foot's all right. Of course, it all depends if it's red. Last night, I know it's Valentine. The morning words look fine. You know the jockey's brother's a friend of mine. And just a minute, boys, I got the feedbox noise. It says the great grandfather was equipoise. I told you, Paul Revere, now this is no bump steer. It's from a handicapper that's real sincere. I think it's Valentine, because on the morning line, the guy has got him bigger than five to nine. So make it F and Tap. He went by a half. Not to this here in the telegraph. Epitaph. I got the horse. Right Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco, Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit StraightLinePaintingABQ.com to see their great reviews. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The United States is seeing a surge in gas prices amid the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine. AAA's national average for regular is up to $3.61 a gallon a penny higher than yesterday and eight cents higher than a week ago. This driver in Arizona telling CNN he's fed up with high gas prices. I commute about 60 miles from um, in Arizona. I work also for a college, so it, it's really hitting my pockets because um, I spend about $15 a day each way to commute, so it's really adding up. 
President Biden is reassuring Americans not to be concerned over a nuclear war with Russia. This on the heels of Russian President Vladimir Putin putting his nuclear forces on high alert as his military continues invading Ukraine. You're listening to USA Radio News. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. You've heard us talk about the luxurious Giza Dream sheets for my pillow. Well, now they're on sale, 60% off as low as $39.99. Lots of other overstock items and a free copy of Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds from Crack Addict to CEO? With any purchase, but you've got to use my promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com, the radio listener square. Use my promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175. President Biden is continuing to prepare his State of the Union address. President Biden will deliver his first State of the Union address on Tuesday night. The speech comes as the country enters the third year of the coronavirus pandemic, rising concerns about the economy, including runaway inflation and military blunders. A February Pew research poll reveals what Americans are thinking our priorities should be. Number five is Social Security, led by improving education, the pandemic, reducing health care costs, and number one, strengthening the economy. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. The President and First Lady are marking Black History Month. During a White House ceremony, the President saying Black stories are part of the ongoing story of America. Black History Month is more than a celebration. It's a powerful, powerful reminder that Black history is American history. Black culture is American culture. Find us online at usaradio.com. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. As the crisis on the U.S.-Mexico border continues, ranchers are saying thanks, but no thanks to government aid. Texas ranchers are turning down the Biden administration for money covering damages caused by the large surge of migrants at the southern border, according to the Washington Examiner newspaper. The Department of Agriculture's Natural Resources Conservation Service began allowing farmers and ranchers to claim reimbursements for more than two dozen types of costs sustained. The program covers such things as fencing repair, livestock fatalities, irrigation, and crop planting. Many Texans, however, are fearful the financial aid will come with strings attached. According to the Examiner's poll, five out of every six ranchers are not planning to apply for the reimbursement. John Hunt speaking there from the USA Radio News, Washington, D.C. Bureau. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the Biden administration wants to decrease the country's reliance on foreign oil by switching over to renewable energy. West Virginia AG Patrick Morrissey joins Fox Business to criticize this decision saying that the United States needs to increase domestic fossil fuel production instead. 
America needs energy independence and security to position ourselves on the global stage. And Biden's been undermining it every single day. That's the quickest way to get leverage and to push back on this. We don't need uh, oil from Russia. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. And the AM 600 KI, the ABQ.FM, Rock of Talk. Dot com. 550. Oh. Eddie, just tell me what I want to hear. Tell me only things. Tell me about the how Trump's going to get reelected. He's finally going to be exposed, and John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to come back. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me lies. Oh, tell me sweet guys. little lies. I'm not here to tell you anything other than what I think, and you get to agree or disagree, and that hasn't changed since day one. It's why you love me. It's why you hate me. It's why you uh, ate me uh, right here. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. I do like to rhyme in the first hour. It gives me more power, you know, instead of turning the, you know, audience sour. Right, Dowd? D-Dowd must and I, of course, Eddie, I like to flower. D-Dowd. <laughs> Uh, I'll just add to that that I like to glower. Mm. Oh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> big words. All the big words. Uh, it's from a Simpsons. Uh, I think they were, uh, I think it was, a, the, the hippies were protesting C. Montgomery oh, Burns when he was making weapons long, long time ago. And they said, uh, two, four, six, eight. Burns' crimes are very great. Great in the enormous sense. We mean it in the pejorative sense. And then and then he looked at them and he said, you're your flower power has no is no match to my glower power. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's good. David. Oh, I got to have great, great uh, fun and ham it up. Uh, I'll share sort of a, the uh, text there. <laughs> Republicans want to be told uh, what they want to hear, and they don't want me to yes. criticize this. Yes. Oh, that's fine. I don't yes, mind. Clearly. I don't mind. Uh, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, uh, podcasting. Yes, I'm sorry. We're going to have to do it. We got to compete, but, but, but it will not be commercial free, ladies and gentlemen. If you want commercial free annotated notes and you want to know what is up in the Kiva, you're going to go directly to become a subscriber, www.rockoftalk.jo. I like the, the people, especially the candidates who said that they were going to go ahead and subscribe down. Uh, any candidates uh, subscribing to? Uh, uh, I am not aware of a single elected I'm Republican aware of anywhere single... in New Mexico who subscribes yeah. to our, our content. Hmm. Not one. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and then uh, Akiva, uh, rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. Uh, great show Friday. I, I literally had to step away from the mic, but to kind of put a refresher since we're here on a Monday, I almost wanted to just doubt. I think it was so poignant and perfect and everything is coming to pass just as and we're starting to hear the misinformation. We're seeing what's the first casualty of war? Truth, right? So we've got manufactured images, manufactured videos. Folks, the Ukrainian president was a former tv star i don't know what else to tell you i'm not taking putin's side but let me tell you folks they're going to do whatever the united states wants to do and you the ukraine is literally the most corrupt government in the world rated several times over do we want all, all the, the suffering to befall them no but it's a complex situation it's a complex issue we got russians over here and then we got the ukrainians over here Okay, a totally divided country. And then, you know, the professor late from the University of Chicago laid it out for us and Dowd expanded upon it and uh, boom, goes the dynamite as the once poor Indiana Ball State uh, uh, 
sports uh, play-by-play or a news guy once said, boom goes to one of the funniest videos back in the day. I think one of the first memes, if I'm not mistaken, uh, back in the day. But Dowd, uh, would you mind rolling out, uh, you know, in a quick two-minute drill, if you will, uh, kind of uh, the long and the short of it, why we don't belong there, and, uh, you know, what is essentially uh, the damage that will befall us uh, by being involved. And let's not, just a couple of reminders on the very top. I, I got to say, Dowd, I had no idea you know, knew so much about that whole area and the professor. I think that was one of those rare times where, like, oh, uh, you know, she's out of my league. Just a fool to believe I have any show he needs. He's like, yeah, Dowd was just delivering all the goods right there. So, Dowd laid it on. So, a couple of quick takeaways before Dowd. Uh, tries to, you know, encapsulate this very tightly uh, for those of you who missed it uh, on Friday, which is important. We're not going to replay any of that. But Ukraine is not a NATO member. They are not a NATO member. Let's not treat them as if they are a NATO member, okay? And Joe Biden is treating them as if they are not a NATO member. And let's not forget all the connections between the Bidens and all the un... And all you have to do is read. A little bit, not not much, just a little bit. There's so many good um, <clears throat> books that are out there, I should say, about this type of thing and talking about how these corruption that's running the world and and how it's really taken over and how people can be bought. You know, the the the, the prince, uh, what is it, prince royalties uh, of the world that can be bought in China, the Ukraine, and just about everywhere else, because it is for sale. It is all about who you know, who you marry into, and what you're connected to. That's uh, the long and the short of it on on all of this. And and it's all for sale. They're telling you about democracy, democracy, democracy. They're putting these images out there. There's all these terrible things that are happening. Sure, yeah, I guess. Did we tell you it's going to be over within a week? It's going to be over within a week. The guy was literally, was he not challenging me on that? Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. We're going into third world war. It's like, are you hoping? Were you, were you wishing for the world war three? I'm, I'm sort of wondering about that. Like, I think these people sort of, they just want to see what happens. Huh? I always want to be, pre- I wonder if I'm going to be lucky enough to be present for the apocalypse. Like you got these nutty Christian people. like, oh, he's coming. There's going to be bodies launching out of the ground. Like, here it is. I'm like, oh, what? What are we talking about now? I'm I'm just trying to do a radio show, and all of a sudden you go you go full on Revelation 19. I don't need it. Okay, we're not we're not doing that today. Okay? What we are doing is trying to add a little bit of common sense and intelligence uh, to all this, and nobody did it like D. Dowd Muska did on Friday. So uh, if you don't mind revamping a little bit of that for us, I'd appreciate it, Dowd. Oh well, yeah, Eddie found a fantastic uh, lecture from what seven years old now at this point. 20, from, uh, 2015, yeah. Yeah, professional of inter- uh, professor of international relations, and of course, you know, you, uh, as all crazy right wingers, uh, our our content was by some guy who has no qualifications. Uh, he's a professor at the University of Chicago, one of the most respected universities in the country, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mearsheimer, uh, professor Mearsheimer. Mearsheimer. I mean, at its core, he basically laid out uh, how we got to where we are, the situation in Ukraine from a, from a thirty five thousand feet perspective, and and really the role that 
the United States and Europe played in, in, in ending the regime what back in 2014 of, of an allegedly pro-leaning toward Russia ruler of Ukraine to install the, the right kind of government, which is what Washington always wants to do, uh, whether by force or whether by, uh, you know, behind the scenes sort of maneuvering. And I, I, my, my only addition to it was to sort of explain the domestic situation. I, I think Eddie erred in saying that I know a lot about the, the region or what's going on there. What I know is American government, and I know what people, what motivates the people here, uh, the, the, I would say certainly triumphalist, grandiose imperialists who think it's their job to meddle in the internal affairs of every country on earth. No one would question the fact that civilians are dying in the Ukraine, that soldiers are dying, this is a terrible situation. If we could all do something within our own power to end the killing, uh, I think what the professor related was how much, how the, the basic lack of, of memory, and, and frankly, most Americans didn't know this to begin with. They didn't know when it was happening six, seven, eight years ago. The meddling of our government, the fact that they feel people in positions of power in the State Department, the Department of Defense, and in, in the Senate, of course, the Senate, that's the real, they vote on treaties in the Senate. They don't vote in the House of Representatives, not those plebeians over in the House. When you're a senator, you get to Your travel team. the world yep. Oh, and, and meet, as they say, every senator uh, looks up in the, from the, the sink every morning, shaving, hearing hail to the chief music and he, and he their ear you know they, they think they're gonna, <laughs> and uh it's, it's, it's they do. Throw. Solutions they really of grandeur. <laughs> they really do and it was interesting to hear the professor talk about going to east asia and giving lectures there where most of the people in most of the world have very long memories they certainly remember what happened six or seven years ago they also remember what happened centuries ago uh i think uh didn't they ask joe and Lai, the one of the one of the foreign ministers of communist china china asked him about the french revolution one time and he said it's still too early to tell uh you know i mean they, they people have long memories america let's you know not, we, let's not forget the one of the reasons why they have such long memories is they named their alcohol after great rulers Tsar alexander Paul, you know like, like, what yes. Why do they know, why do they know so much about history because they're getting drunk to history every night uh, and they also have uh, tremendous monuments and statues to their historical figures. I guess here in America, we're, we're too busy tearing them down so that we will have even a poorer memory than we already do. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a strength and a weakness in America. We are forward looking. We we've always believed uh, that we were a special people given a, a virgin land to create the new Zion and, and, and we're capitalists. We look forward to things. Most of the rest of the world. Uh, and as I think Richard Weaver said, you know, what, what, what their ancestors did is real to them. They see it every day in their ceremony, their ritual, their artwork, their statues and monuments. Uh, we don't really have that in America. So they want people in Washington who are encouraging us to get involved in this shooting war with a nuclear armed country. Uh, they want us to forget the role that the United States played meddling uh, in the Ukraine, meddling in Eastern Europe by yep. building NATO, by expanding NATO right up to Russian, Russia's borders. Again, this doesn't justify Putin dropping missiles on people, no. but it helps elucidate what's actually going on. And in a country, and I, I know my conservatives hate it when I say this, but I mean, I'd, I'd like to put Joe Biden on Mount Rushmore for getting us out of Afghanistan because I've been working for 20 years to get us out of Afghanistan. And I think what the guy did was amazing. I can't believe that any president would ever just admit defeat and draw back. I mean, the conservatives hate Joe Biden for that. I don't know where you people are coming from. I think Joe Biden's a hero for, for no, no more of my countrymen are going to die in Afghanistan, the graveyard of empires. It's the only good thing Joe Biden his entire life probably has ever done is get us out of Afghanistan. So it's awfully, I mean, you couldn't, you can't win someone else a civil war when it's a third world hellhole like Afghanistan. Right. How are you going to meddle in uh, the, the internal dynamics of the <laughs> Ukraine in the heart of Europe uh, that is fighting a nuclear armed power. This is mass 
madness. And because Eddie, we live in such a an emotional, really. And Tucker Carlson yeah. uses this word, word all the time: uh, childish. We, we yeah. are in a childish country. Really we have are. children yeah. running our government who react uh, to tweets and to images. They don't react based on any kind of objective assessment of reality. Uh, if I could snap my fingers and get all the Russian troops out of Ukraine, yeah. I'd do it. I'd do it in a millisecond, ladies and gentlemen. But you've got we this. We voted them um, into, put them in that position, enticed and pushed as far as we possibly could. And you know, uh, again, when it, we talk about territorial expansion, a country that has ten time zones has zero interest in expanding further into Ukraine unless you ask them to. And when they went and took Crimea, it's because they they did it because they could. Yep, and yep. you continue to show them that you can. It's like. He does not even have to agree to that. And I, I think creating these stories about him, I think this is the real, I think, horrible part about all of this is like Trump is Hitler. Uh, Putin is Hitler. Like every single person is Hitler. And then all these dumbass people, like, oh, yeah, Putin's terrible. Yeah, yeah Trump's terrible. Yeah. It, stop biting off on this crap. Just let it go. Start to understand. Let's let's get educated. Nobody knows where the hell the Ukraine is. Hell, I couldn't tell you if I actually knew where the Ukraine was. I, I could probably tell you that I think that I did know where the Ukraine is because I actually have a pretty good command of that part, having taken a lot of uh, uh, European uh, uh, World War One and World War II history. I have the books to prove it, the class, uh, European History 320. Uh, but what I can, I can tell you is that I know a hell of a lot more than 99% of you out there on this but I know next to nothing in my own estimation on any of this. And neither do we in terms of being involved there. And I think that's the overall takeaway. Now, I'm with Dowd. I'm glad we're out of Afghanistan, but I'm not glad of the way, I'm not happy with the way that we handled the pullout, if you will. But nobody is, you know. Oh, no, no. no one is going to be happy with the way that that was done. There were uh, casualties. It wasn't handled the right way. But we are out of there nonetheless. It wasn't pretty, but uh, there it is. And I think that's the the overall point, uh, you know, before we lose another neocon listener who needs to go ahead and be justified <laughs> and wrap themselves in the flag. Like, this is not a wrap yourself in the flag moment. If you're getting manipulated by saying, well, I'm I'm going to buy from this company because they're supporting our fight against the Russians in, uh, in the Ukraine. Like, you're an idiot. Like, you're totally, you're as stupid as a person who kept putting the mask on for the last, uh, you know, 23 months. Like, it, it was unnecessary, and you're even more unnecessary to be involved in some sort of patriotic war, thinking you're fighting on behalf of the UCLA Ukraine. Uh, that, that's their colors, uh, by the way. So just <laughs> complete and total ridiculousness. And it's, they, it's like people need a, a raison d'etre, a reason for being. They need something to justify their own existence. And, like, they woke up, they watched the news, suddenly they're enlightened, and it's like, oh, Ukraine. Oh, I'm going to go. Yeah, would you like to donate for the Ukraine? Yeah, here's a dollar. Here's a here's a, no, I'm going to spend two more dollars over at Starbucks uh, to support the Ukraine. That money's never going to get there. And the Ukraine's never going to see it. And this conflict won't even be over long enough. But it was a great opportunity for capitalism because propaganda sells and war. Uh, what is it? War sells. But who's buying? Right. Is that, is that the name? Is that the, mm-hmm. the, the or Very good. Sells, but who's buying? Yes. Yeah, well, Eddie, I mean, to, to, you talk about flag waving neocons i mean i think if you if folks if you would subscribe to if you were a subscriber to the rock of talk 
less than two dimes a day. Uh, you would have gotten a link this morning to a great piece by a guy, frankly, I don't really think much of. I don't, I don't, he and I are in very different worlds, but he's a writer for the American conservative, Pappy Cannon's magazine, uh, kind of a social conservative Catholic. He wrote a piece about Adam Kinzinger. Now, Adam Kinzinger is a Republican member of the House from uh, Illinois, 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 I believe. And of course, he hates Donald Trump. He's, a, he's part of the committee to investigate the uh, so-called insurrection, you know, the insurrection that- <laughs> Oh, the great insurrection of- the insurrections who didn't know yes. where the Senate chambers no. were when they entered the insurrection. They were going to overthrow the government, but they didn't know where the Senate Crazy chambers were. Crazy people in Halloween yeah. costume taking um, pictures of a public space. Uh, this lunatic, okay, tweeted out over the weekend, uh, the fate of Ukraine is being decided tonight. We need to declare a no-fly zone over uh, the Ukraine. Uh, unbelievable. Do you want American planes, young men, primarily men, I don't know, maybe there might be a few of our young ladies in there, duking it out with Russian pilots in jets, uh, with a nuclear armed country, uh, totally insane. This lunatic Kinzinger also said what, what, they, what they always do, and uh, this cuts across any kind of imperialist you are, where there's aggression anywhere in the world, it's always Munich 1938, where Neville right. Chamberlain gave the right. Sudetenland to Hitler. Handed um, it over. He, he it, literally it, helped Hitler at every turn. And, and he said it earlier yeah, in the show. Yeah, never, <laughs> never, Neville Chamberlain, uh, meet Joe Biden. Every everything everyone is Hitler. Uh, Saddam Hussein was Hitler, and the Taliban was Hitler. Uh, Kinzinger says history teaches that taking a stand is inevitable and gets more costly with time. Uh, that basically means if we had gone to war with Hitler uh, in 1938, we would have stopped all all the horribleness oh, with, with happening. You know, history is very complicated, and it's very easy to play counterfactuals. Uh, for what 60, 70 years now, world leader mongers right. yep. have been using Munich as a way, and you know, frankly, his, as a historical fact, it probably would have been better for Europe to be a little tougher with. Hitler in 1938, but not every situation is Hitler in 1938. Right. And uh, this is, they will use uh, historical analogies. They will use imagery. They will use crying children in Ukraine. Ter obviously terrible to look at. Uh, and and I'll, I'll just go back to something Eddie started the hour with uh, the first casualty of uh, war being truth. I, this is how cynical I am because I've been in this business for so long. When I heard last week that a bunch of sailors manning a small island in the uh, in the in the in the Black Sea were uh, assaulted by Russians who were warning them, saying, "You know, get out of there! We're going to wipe you out." And they said, you. "Go, go, f yourself." This is CNN, literally, maybe twenty minutes ago, reporting that the whole story about the Ukrainian uh, naval uh, fighters who would not leave that island looks like it's not true. Uh, according uh, to the Navy, the soldiers on the island repelled two attacks by Russian forces, but in the end were forced to surrender due to lack of ammunition. Apparently, the Ukrainian government itself says that they are now in the custody uh, of, of, uh, of uh, Russian forces, obviously. And Eddie, I hate to be so old and so cynical, but when I heard that story, I said, so 19th this is... Century? So 19th century? Yes, it's it, this is propaganda. I, I, yeah. I thought this is a there's a very high probability that, there, that this is propaganda. Of course, we've heard about the ghost pilot in the Ukraine who's going TM. around. Yeah, uh, he's taking them all out. That's he's it. shooting down 49 different fighter jets, right. and apparently that's not actually what's happening. A lot of these images that are coming out are from uh, sh shooter games from 2015. <laughs> I mean, you know, pictures of parachutes and everything. You've got to be very, very, very careful about this. Um, it's a messy situation. If you live in Adam Kinzinger's world, uh, I guess the solution is American fighter power, you know, firepower can solve anything. Uh, how'd that go in Iraq? How'd that go in Afghanistan? How'd that go in Vietnam? The rest of the world 
has its own agenda and its own priorities. We often literally don't speak the language, don't practice the religion, don't know nearly enough about the history that motivates the people who are combating uh, on that field. And uh, I, again, all I said it last week, uh, you can call me a pro-Putin all you want. I'd say I'm pro-realist like Professor Mearsheimer is. And uh, boy, super easy when you're at your laptop in Washington talking about a no-fly zone. You're not going to be the pilot dig you know, duking it out with MIGs over there. Uh, it, it is, uh, we are in a, a scary point here, Eddie. I think real, uh, uh, rationality has prevailed to this point, but you're, we're, we're just seeing more and more pressure from the Kinzingers of the world. And well, I just hope a, that we don't give in. It's Leon Panetta all over again. It's Hillary Rodden Clinton all over again. Absolutely. It's Benghazi. It's yep. the same crap. It's manufactured. It's yep. take a look over here. Here's the story. This is the propaganda. This is the news cycle. It's an election year. Like, folks, this isn't much beyond that. You have you have Zelensky, who's literally installed as the leader by the United States government in the Ukraine as an actor. And they're basically uh, being able to pull the trigger anytime they want. And all you heard about you. The reason why you know what the Ukraine is, is because of Hunter Biden. That's why, you know, that, that's that's how you know these things. Like, don't be fooled and be thrown in into disarray by some misinformation that's coming out. Understand, you know, look at the Benghazi stuff. I mean, that whole thing completely and totally manufactured. I mean, the videotape itself, do you remember the Benghazi videotape that came out about what inspired these people to go ahead and decide to go ahead and attack the, the diplomat and take out, you know, these people on, on American soil, which was an embassy, what inspired them to do that? Well, it was this, Horrible videotape, and you come to realize, like, nobody has watched this. Nobody has seen this. This is complete and total false information. Like, well, Alex Jones is crazy. Like, well, Alex Jones is not crazy because Alex Jones is right on a lot of stuff. He does miss uh, here and there, I I suppose, on some things. I don't know what. Uh, I'll I'll stop there before I get myself in trouble. But, you know, long story short, I think the first casualty war absolutely is the truth, has been, and will continue to be. And this has more to do with election politics of 2022 and the weakness of the Democrats than it does anything else. And I think we're going to go there right after the break. If you want to go ahead and uh, hear a complete and total breakdown of uh, Friday's show, you're going to have to become a subscriber directly at rockoftalk.chat. You had a a release earlier uh, today. Do you mind just giving a couple quick minutes uh, to that? Because I want to spend the rest of the time talking about why Biden needs this war, uh, why the U.S. government needs this war, and uh, what they're really afraid of and what war does in terms of that's good. And that's printing a lot of money and making sure that the interest rates stay low. Yes, folks. Yes, this has more to do with financial, the financial world. I hate to say it. There might be some casualties here and there, but this has a lot more to do with international banking, BlackRock, et cetera, than it does anything else. Uh, Dowd, you're right up. Yeah, just real quick, folks, on rockoftalk.chat, uh, Monday's piece today. Is today Monday? It feels it like Tuesday today, but it's actually Monday. Huh? Um, believe it or not, <laughs> the financial report for the latest fiscal year from Spaceport America is out. It came out ah, sometime there within the last oh, few weeks. Go, uh, they don't they don't release it publicly. They they you have to send it to Brian Colon and have it up uh, put up on his website. So if you know if you're a policy wonk like me, you 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 know where to look. But sometime within the last two weeks, they put it up. Uh, I asked them I don't know a month ago. I said well, you know when's your when's your financial report for the year coming up? Uh, and they said well we're, it'll be up on the on the uh, auditor's uh, website. You know and they never they never updated me and let me let, to let me know it was there. So I had to I, I found it late last week uh, over the weekend. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen, they lost money again last fiscal year. Red, baby. <laughs> 
35.9, a little bit less than 36% of the Spaceport's money came from actual customers. Uh, that means that what? Let's see, uh, 64, a little more than 64% came from you look in the mm. mirror uh that would be a general fund appropriation from the uh, legislature uh we, we know that republicans and democrats are completely on the same page in new mexico when it comes to spaceport america they just gave the spaceport another 3.5 million dollars in, in a bill a couple weeks ago uh, of bonding authority uh the big one eddie though it's, it's very interesting um the, the well something like maybe eh, well over well well over really well over a third comes from the grt uh, actually more than a half i misspoke this really? is the this is the extra GRT gross receipts tax that? that is paid in Sierra County and Doña Ana County. These people made a big mistake back in 2008. They voted to tax themselves for a spaceport. Now it's half the operating revenue for this facility, even oh though in the law, God. in the law, that money was supposed <clears> to be <throat> dedicated only to the capital costs of the spaceport. Now they're using it for operational costs if you want to get super, super, super wonky. Bottom line, I've looked at all 15 uh, financial reports, annual financial reports that the spaceport has issued. Of all the money they've received, <clears throat> you're, you're not gonna believe this, ladies and gentlemen, you're, you're, you're not gonna believe this. 8.7% has come from the private sector paying customers, 8.7. Ah. Uh, Over 90% of the revenue of the last 15 years has come from you in the form of GRT taxes, severance tax bonding, and basically general appropriations from the general fund. Uh, there's a little bit of federal money in there, but the feds have been very good, Eddie, on this. The feds have given almost no money to the spaceport. I think somebody in Washington realizes what a boondoggle it is, and they want nothing to do with it. 8.7% in the last 15 years, you paid for the rest of it. I don't know, Eddie. I just think. All right, we ever hear right, from right. them. This, uh, uh, Richard Branson, uh, yo, uh, Richard Branson, the same guy who uh, started with the Sex Pistols on the Rigged, uh, River Thames. I, I think Dick Branson's going to turn this around. Yeah. I think uh, oh, fifteen really years. I think year. give him give him another fifteen years. Yeah. Uh, and the final number, yeah. I'll give you one final uh, boring number from uh, my green eye shade hat here. The spaceport has now received two hundred and ninety-eight million dollars. Uh, one more fiscal year, mm. we're going to crest 300 million with the spaceport. Do you think we're getting a good return on all our Wait, money? great return. Nice job. Good investment, New Mexico. Yeah. There's a reason why we do. There's a reason why we're 50th and everything. It's uh, that type of mentality. Back after a quick break, we're going to focus on uh, low Biden numbers. I think it's time to get back to reality here. What do you think? I think that's the direction we go in. 550, 5,500. That's 550. 5,500 right here in the Kiva on AM 600 FM, rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com. Sit in my table Wage war on myself. It seems like it's all, it's all for nothing. I know the barricades, and I know the mortar in the wall breaks. I recognize the weapons, and use them well.
since my mistake Let me make it good I raise the wall And I will be the one to knock it down A rich understanding of my finest defenses. I proclaim the claims are left unstated. I demand a rematch. I decree a stalemate. I divine my deeper motives. I recognize the weapon. Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater has the family of five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout, dine in, Taco Tote, hugetacos.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Did someone say pancakes? Go to Sunnyside Up, the place for whole wheat, apple cinnamon, and raspberry granola pancakes, and more. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer. Get yours right now at sunny.theplaceilike.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manol Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. 
Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life, we do taxes. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. It's hard to wake up when the shades have been pulled shut. This house is haunted, but so pathetic, it makes no sense at all. I'm ripe with things to say, the words rot and fall away. What stupid poem could fix this home? I'd read it every day. So here's your home. Five thirty-eight here, and they keep a little Blink one eighty-two. So you drum for a band like Blink, and then uh, then you're dating uh, Kardashian. I guess that's the way life goes. Funny, funny that uh, life. Uh, Travis Barker, I guess, uh, dating one of the. Uh, I'm not still to this day have never watched a uh, Kardashian uh, uh, flick. But uh, me neither. So that's, me neither. That's me, so what do you want me? I have zero interest, no substance, nothing there. Uh, the reason why I played that song is like, uh, yeah, we got to keep the country together for the kids. Let's do it for the kids. Yeah, we, we stay together for the kids. No, we're not going to stay together for the kids. I do feel like a divorced, you know, a, a, a child like rummaging through a divorce in this country. And, oh, the parents are constantly fighting. We have no idea why they hate each other. We just know that they never like each other. They never love each other. And how the hell did we come from this? How, 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 do, we, how do we ever be, call ourselves America? 
at this point. Uh, it's pretty bad. Um, it's two sides. You know, I almost felt like doing a show, Dowd, entirely focused on every single thing the Democrats do that's anti-American, from immigration to foreign policy. To, like, like, there isn't a topic that they don't fail at, that they just don't absolutely lose at. And it's like, Nobody can be more against this country than the Democrat Party. Yet they that, can. That would be a 738-hour show, yeah. Eddie. I think. Yeah, I think it would. <laughs> so uh, they're destroying it, and sometimes there's Republicans who actually help them. Like, oh, we're trying to work across the aisle. I'm like, why? Why? Like, I don't care if it's your transgender, homosexual policies. Like, conservatives, stop with this. Stop with the appeal. Well, you know, we believe in the Bible, but we also uh, are supportive of alternative lifestyles, homosexual. Like, well, how does that happen? At what point did you become okay with transgender bathrooms and the fact that, uh, you know, uh, Steve and, uh, you know, whatever, uh, Thad want to get together and you want to welcome them into your church? Do you not have a Bible? Is there something wrong with you? Like, oh, well, he he converted. He's fine. He's saved. He said, what? (laughs) What? I seem to remember this is why you, you this is why you have people leaving your church. <laughs> you have gay priests. Yes, we get to gay, we get to the gay priest. Uh, unfortunately, we were uh, we interrupt this uh, program to bring you World War Three according to the mainstream media. <laughs> A brief uh, interruption. Yeah, the, uh, like those priests are always saved by something. It's a banana in the tailpipe or the old uh, World War Three trickeroo there by uh, Joe Biden. We're about to expose everybody in the Santa Fe Archdiocese, and then it pulled to a stop. Talk about cancer culture uh, for a little bit. Um, cancel culture never been more <sighs> supported. Young Americans more supportive of cancel culture. D-Dowd Musk also more afraid of it. Oh, we should support it because I don't know what it is. But if somebody uh, has some sort of misunderstanding, I'm sure it's our fault and we'll apologize ahead of time. Young people are much more fearful of cancel culture than older Americans. Yeah, older Americans like... Yeah. We are. It's like we go Grand Torino on their asses. We're like, <laughs> like ah, get off my lawn. Ah. Remember, I mean, the whole show was Clint Eastwood saying gook. I'm not saying it. I'm saying what Clint Eastwood say. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's the whole show. It's basically how he's come to love and sacrifices his life because he's a man with a heart of gold and he has some differences about some things, but it really doesn't define who he is. He's really a good man. It's like, you know, such a thing as being nice, opening the door, shutting the door, letting people in traffic, being considerate. Oh, where are you from? Oh, I've never been there to Vietnam. Oh, uh, yeah, I had a son uh, served in Vietnam. Like, <laughs> now everyone's probably afraid to say Vietnam, right? I mean, you're sort of at that weird point where you're not sure what you can or can't say. Like, no, not uh, what, what's uh, Grant? What's a character in Grand Torino's name used to be on the tip of my tongue? Like that guy. And we're willing to do everything to make this country work, but we can't make it work without everybody's participation. But everybody wants to get offended by something. According to a new report by the Manhattan Institute, Eric Kaufman surveys the public attitudes towards various culture war items like critical race theory, free speech on college campuses, and diversity training. You know why those succeed? I, I, I figured this out. Lack of education. Very simple. Educate yourself on people's diversity and their backgrounds and where they're from and ask them some questions. 
And all of a sudden, you don't need critical race theory to, you know, come to some happy medium. You start to realize, like, hey, they're just like us. Does anybody watch Good Morning Vietnam? Anybody ever watch that movie? Right? Cross-cultural. There's a great movie. I mean, a great book you should read called Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. And the misunderstandings that exist between people and cultures and countries and just everyday stuff. Because people can't communicate to strangers because they're so afraid that, oh my, what is, is it? Guess who's coming to dinner? Is it a Native American? Uh, what? Uh, well, you need to make sure you put the, uh, remember the whole Seinfeld episode, Dowd? It's, it's kitschy. <laughs> you had a wooden Indian. <laughs> Cosmo is like very offensive, right? He used the N word at, at a comedy show. And that, that was the end of Cosmo Kramer, by the way. Oh, yeah, Whatever money so. he might be making, um, you know, he's hated everywhere he goes. It's just, it'll end you. Cosmo didn't know who he was talking to, right? I mean, it was very funny in, in Seinfeld. Not so funny on stage at a comedy club in the uh, inner city in a big in a, in a in a big city, right? Inner city, big city. Know how to talk to people. Ask questions. Older people, they're like. They say offensive things and younger people are like, well, I'm not that offended by it because he doesn't know the difference and no big deal. Okay. We're, we're going to, we're going to work this out. Okay. We all have these stupid things, but certain people can use the N word. Other people can't use the N word. Okay. I'm confused. I'm sorry. Kanye can use it in certain songs. I can't play those songs. Which songs can I play? I don't know what's ripe for airplay. What is that a considered an offensive word? What am I going to get fined for that type of thing? Like, Oh my gosh. We literally have cumulus media getting uh, fined today for EEO violations. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. This is the same exact radio company is trying their damnedest to be like, your mother, mother. You know, it, like literally, Marvin Gaye. Like, what was it? A change is going to come. They played all that song at one time. Like, what, what the hell's going on with your radio station? No one wants to be preached to in the middle of this about uh, George, uh, St. George of Fentanyl. They don't. This is not what, what is happening. But if somehow you decide to go with it. 45% of working people under the age of 30 were afraid of losing their jobs because someone misunderstands something you've said or done, takes it out of context, or posts something from your past on. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? And we're supposed to go to war? Wait. I need a mask. <laughs> I cannot serve with people of color. How are we going to defend the Ukraine? Oh, my gosh. What am I going to do? If you, if you think a mean tweet is bad, what do you think a Russian cluster bomb might be like? <clears throat> I can't serve. can only serve with people of my kind because I'm afraid of offending anybody else. I don't even know. Am I offending? Can you imagine just opening your mouth and offending somebody without knowing you're offending them? Are you responsible for that offense? Yes, you are, according to cancel culture. <clears throat> the kind of social sanction typically described on cancel culture among Americans, 55 and older, and 29% had the same fear. Yeah, older people just don't care anymore. You pretty much get to the point where you think you're going to die in the next 10, 20 years. You start marking out the days like, well... Uh, I've got uh, about another 500 weekends here. I'm going to spend about 20 of them with my grandkids, uh, 30 of them I'm going to spend with my wife, and the other 150 at the horse races. <laughs> well, that's good. That's going to do it. That's, that's enough for everybody. That's a good portion. Like, you have people, like, canceling things, and they're like, oh, I'm just done. This is too much to even deal with. I'm, I, I've got blood pumping through my bodies. Uh, I'm not that smart. Um, you know, there's only so long to live. Folks, we have cultural socialism and cultural liberalism at the heart of all this. 
An individual age 18 to 25 who fears cancellation has a 67%, 60% chance of agreeing that this is justifiable to pay to protect minorities. They're literally running around like, oh, did I offend you? I'm sorry. You can hear, here's some money. Hey, no, you first. Why no, you were first. No, I'm sorry. You've always, you've always been first because I'm, I'm last for the, I'm, I'm last for the next three generations. My kids are going to be last. I'll make sure of it. You can take my child as a slave. To pray for the, like you can see this rationality coming. Can't you just see this coming down the pike? Younger respondents all are significantly more politically biased. Wow, what a surprise. Also, less politically educated. Yes, folks, there it is. Woke going broke. 55% of Biden voters, 25 and under, would not hire a Donald Trump supporter for a job. Is that discrimination? Anybody want to jump into that? Uh, Will you support Donald Trump? Uh, Sorry, we can't hire you. Oh, let me sue you. Literally, I'll win. If I know that you did not hire me, you didn't do something to help me, you literally went out of your way because I supported Donald Trump, is that any different than, you know, harming somebody because of the color of their skin? There's no difference. It's all covered under that. Younger Americans are both more supportive of cancel culture, more interested in using the power to state the right to perceive wrongs. Amazing for a group of people that has no values. Yes, young people, zero values, right? Uh, their concept of fairness is kind of incredible. Then interchangeable, you first, me next, you first, me next. It's just back and forth. That, that, that's, that's fairness to them. That's, that's all it'll ever be. It's never what they earn. It's what they deserve or what they're entitled to regardless of their level of work or participation or effort. Like that's the new world going forward. That's the group of people that supposedly elected Joe Biden. Biden's approval rating, D-Dowd Muska, under 40% everywhere across the country. I guess uh, DeSantis' wife has cancer. Is that correct? Did I just hear that? I I know she's been under the weather, but I didn't know what what exactly it was. I'll tell you, if uh, DeSantis was a Democrat, he'd be running for president. He survived his wife's cancer. They were going to take this straight to the White House. We've never had a cancer survivor be in the White House with two children. Like, it would be a story. But because he's a Republican, he's going to do the responsible things. I'm going to have to bow out, take care of my family. When my wife has cancer, I'm going to go ahead and pull back from public life. That's the difference. Democrats leverage because they are victimized. Republicans, we got to take care of it. We're being responsible. Right? She uh, she completed her chemo routine chemo. in late January, uh, Eddie appears. I think he, sh- he should increase his crossover appeal with that. I think it would go some way. The personal is political to the left. Uh, if, it ever, if the personal ever becomes political oh, to the oh, right, oh, the right oh. might start winning some races. Bo Biden. Bo, I, got, I got two words. Bo Biden. Boy. Couldn't cure... Uh... <laughs> We can't cure COVID, but holy moly, I lost my son to cancer. We're going to cure cancer in the next two generations. Now. So we have the advantage amidst this uh, cancel culture. Dragging uh, Biden's poll numbers or his handling of the economy and the coronavirus pandemic. Poll also shows that Americans believe Republicans would do a better job handling. So how is it like at every conceivable metric, measure that's there at this particular point? Do we find ourselves at a disadvantage 
culturally? Oh, it's because we don't control the media. We control the majority of the people who, who, who look at the media. Problem is it's perception. We're not cool. How many, how many awkward Republicans do you know? Like 100% pretty much. Like every Republican's pretty much awkward. Scared how many awkward Democrats shadow. do you know? Well, they're all, uh, the Democrats are all awkward, but, but they somehow are sort of overly comfortable in their own skin in spite of their difference. They almost like take pride in that like little Republicans are like trying to hide it. Biden's first year, a complete and total failure, according to a new poll that's just come out. NPR PBS News. NPR PBS saying is that 56% of Americans think Biden's first year in office has been a failure. There's also a majority of the Americans who said Biden is not fulfilling campaign promises. He's not fulfilling anything. A little, little blue pill. Yeah. Jill's like carrying him around now. How's that? How's, how's that for a how do you do? You cheat on your husband. You let him wreck. You let your uh, boyfriend wreck your brown Corvette, and he's got to pop pills just to stay sane. Oh, uh, I knew he was going to show me the promise. That's a cheap shot at Joe Biden. That's what I do. I'm a talk show host. Racial tension disappearing signs when it comes to rearrange show. Mayoral rate. That's not a mayoral. Tomorrow you have a uh, same, same, same new boss, same as the old boss. And that, that ain't changing. That's a Republican win down in the uh, in Rio Rancho. That's going to be good. That's that, that's exciting. So can we use that to build that for other Republicans throughout the rest of the state? Well, no, there's no other city like Rio Rancho in the entire state of Mexico. Think about this. What's the most Republican city in the entire state? Can anybody tell me what it is? And please don't tell me Hobbs. Not Alamogordo. After, <laughs> not, after the, not after the baby in the dumpster. No. Yeah, definitely not Alamogordo. This, this, that's, that's pretty much half and half. Yeah, you do have two Republicans running against each other. That is pretty interesting. So, folks, can we do it? Can we keep it together? Can we put this whole thing together uh, with Biden's approval rating under 40% nationally? I think we can. I don't think there's any question. Any question. But the moment that you see more money pumping into the economy, people rallying around the flag, which is what the Democrats do. Remember Benghazi or any other Democrat thing. Oh, we got to go ahead and come together. We're in this together. We're in this. Like this is, these are the rallying points that the Democrats often do. While at the same time, they're telling you we're all together. They've never been more divided. That's why they're woke. That's why you talk about all the societal pressures when it comes to cancel culture. Diversity training, college. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. You can, you can admit to your sin. You've been racist. You have been a benefit of your white privilege. And they get these guys every single time. And this is what they're going to go ahead and do to try and leverage their own platform in uh, 2022. Will it work? Well, they can uh, leverage the Ukraine. Perhaps they can, but fortunately, they're not going to get too much mileage out of it because Putin won't let them. I almost, I almost think that Putin at this particular point just is, is, is just bored with the whole idea of being able to just do this to Ukraine unilaterally without even having to, you know, be popular or anything. I think he's looking at this like, uh, you know, the, the, the Americans are easy to handle at this point. So I, hopefully the Republicans can grow a backbone and uh, they can go ahead and uh, take a page out of Putin's book and, you know, find some, uh, some Ghana, uh, some, some backbone and the ability to go ahead and uh, win this uh, in 2022 as well. I think that the, the political analysis is all there. You see the crystal ball, Larry Sabato. You see all the 
the new information that's come out. Uh, every place looks good with the exception of all depends upon whether or not you guys can get behind your gubernatorial, your gubernatorial candidate is going to drive everything else in your CD one candidate, Louis Sanchez. So if you guys, well, I guess in Ann Thornton, cause you guys have a black Lieutenant governor, that's going to help too. Okay. You guys can decide to get behind this and sell this. I think this is going to go some way. 550, 50, 500, your thoughts, Dad? Well, yeah, I just like to get back to the, the millennial, or I guess, are they even the millennials anymore? I guess it's the, the generation after the millennials. This, this number from this, poll analysis uh, eddie I, on my worst most depressed day i don't i wouldn't have thought this number would have been as bad at it as it is and i'm going to read the sentence slowly uh for for folks who might be distracted and I, i'm still processing it myself quote my fear of losing my job or reputation due to something i said or posted online Unreal. is a justified price to pay to protect historically disadvantaged groups now that's a you know fairly sophisticated idea let me let me read it again my fear of losing my job or reputation due to something i said or posted online is a justified price to pay to protect historically disadvantaged groups basically these are people saying my free speech is somehow less important uh less significant uh, uh should have more of an impact on my quality of life, whether I'm employed or not, whether I'm deplatformed I'm not, not, or not, whether I'm depersoned or not, then some individual's right to not be offended. And there's a great interview with Jordan Peterson a few years ago where he said uh, some idiot woman on a, on a panel in the UK asked him, you know, well, what about my right not to be offended? You don't have a right not to be offended. If, if people had a right not to be offended, we couldn't have any kind of free speech. So again, my fear of losing my job or reputation due to something I said or posted online is a just me, justified price for me to pay to protect someone else there because they belong to a historically a disadvantaged group. People under 30 in this country agree with that statement. 48%, almost half of people age 30 and under surveyed agree with that statement. Half, almost half agree, not disagree. Now, the numbers are better if you're over 50. Uh, people disagree by a 51 to 17% margin. So only 17% agree, which is still way too high. But at least it shows some wisdom by those of us a little older. Um, it's okay for me to lose my social media account or lose a job or lose yeah, my reputation because so. I, not because I did anything, but because I communicated an idea that was offensive to someone who was judged to be belonging to a historically disadvantaged group. Almost half of people under 30 agree with that preposterous, grotesque statement. I fear for the future of our country, folks. Bolsheviks is, uh, <laughs> the Bolshevik revolution is here again and it's here to stay. So, um, Kind of unbelievable. Good job raising those kids, parents. You did a bang up job. Yeah, you really did. Uh, 550, 5500, hour three. You and me and the Dowd makes three. That's 3,000 right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, Another Blink 182. I've been listening to a lot of Blink uh, over the last uh, couple of days. Just good stuff. I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling young, but uh, love Blink. Uh, just. I don't know. Getting back to that. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in.
This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The Senate back in session on Monday, and as Russia and the Ukraine conflict continues, NATO leaders are questioning Vladimir Putin's mental stability. Senate Minority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell says the United States is seeking de-escalation with Russia. He only cares about the peaceful international order insofar as he wants to disrupt it. Ukrainian and Russian officials met for peace talks Monday with both sides agreeing to hold more talks. President Joe Biden is not able to handle difficult international issues, such as defending Ukraine from Russian invasion. That's according to 54% of respondents to a recent Harvard-Harris poll, the poll taking place just before the Russian invasion of Ukraine. You're listening to USA Radio News. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body is fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code USA. Even with all the sanctions put on Russia by the United States, our government is still continuing to support Russia. The United States continues to support Russia as we impose sanctions. The U.S. continues to buy oil from Russia, roughly 600,000 barrels a day. Due to the Biden administration taking America out of energy independence, Russia's invasion of Ukraine could drive up gasoline prices as much as $5 per gallon. Even though the United States and NATO sanctions have not included energy supplies out of Russia for obvious reasons. It should be noted crude petroleum is Russia's number one export. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. A group of Cuban illegal immigrants that came ashore in the Florida Keys is in custody. Immigration officials saying 13 people were taken into federal custody 
after landing Sunday night in Key West. U.S. Border Patrol's Miami sector saying the illegal immigrants were part of a maritime smuggling event that arrived in a homemade boat. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. After Democrats opposed President Biden's picks for the Supreme Court, one Democrat is hoping Republicans will support President Biden's. From the USA Radio News Washington, D.C. Bureau, John Hunt explains. Even though he didn't get his first choice for a new justice for the Supreme Court, House Majority Whip Democrat James Clyburn told Face the Nation that he wants to see a large bipartisan vote to confirm Judge Kentanji Brown-Jackson. This is beyond politics. This is about the country, our pursuit of a more perfect union, and this is demonstrative of another step in that pursuit. And I would hope that all of my Republican friends will look upon it that way. Let's have a debate. Let's talk to her uh, about her rulings and about her philosophy. Let's have a strong bipartisan support. Clyburn initially pressed for South Carolina native Judge Michelle Childs to be the nominee because she went to a state school rather than an elite institution, as Brown Jackson did as she attended Harvard. From the USA Radio News Washington Bureau, I'm John Hunt. TikTok users will soon be able to upload videos as long as 10 minutes to the app. The company announcing the increased length is starting to roll out to users today. The previous limit allowed users to upload videos as long as three minutes. The move comes as TikTok competitors are rolling out their own short-form video features. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Burr. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Did someone say breakfast skillet? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place to be for their Texas steak skillet, Cambridge, and Mexican skillets. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer, sunny.theplaceilike.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. 
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Albuquerque really is the place I like, but things have really been changing, and it's been a long time since I've been to church. Where do I go? Go to churches.theplaceilike.com, and you'll find a church that's perfect. Churches.theplaceilike.com Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. S3 Technologies, security service solutions. Security, a variety of security for cloud, perimeter, network, server, and email. S3 Technologies' proactive approach to information technology management provides a secure and reliable platform that allows you to focus on your business instead of the management of your IT infrastructure. S3 Technologies, years of expertise keeping your company up to date with a watchful eye and flexible solutions to manage your environment efficiently, safely and securely. You'll never know how efficient you can run your business until you talk to S3 Technologies. Make an appointment to get a roadmap and risk assessment of what steps you can take to secure your business. Turn your business into secure growth in 2022. S3 Technologies, 505 242 5683 505 242 
106 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Oregon, the Rock of Talk AM 1600, KIBABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. little new wave with the flock of seagulls and Z-Dot Muska's uh, heartbreak. Oh, man, is there anything better than Jennifer Connolly and uh, that? I, I literally just... that. I, it's it, doubt has ruined it for me forever. It's it, it's the thing that he has taken over. He loves that, I think, more than anything. You've got to watch it. They're just dancing around in the Target store. It is one of the best, uh, no doubt about it. How are you, Dow? Uh changing uh, my changing the subject quickly to another beautiful creature that the world oh, okay. has produced. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll just like to thank all of the Twitter followers. Uh, the Rock of Talk Chat does have a Twitter account. I am trying oh, okay. to use Jack Dorsey to advance our ideas and generate subscriptions. So it's not a personal account, uh, rock of talk underscore chat. Uh, and I just wanted to thank everybody for retweeting the picture of my golden retriever who turned six oh. years old this weekend. And Eddie, something I That's learned many, many years day. ago, you can uh, pour hundreds of hours into work processing thousands of pages of uh, inspector general reports, committee hearing transcripts, uh, you can have uh, 37 different tabs of spreadsheets up, and you can write the definitive policy analysis that will be uh, read by almost no one. You put a picture of your dog up, the uh, retweets and likes come in in the thousands. <laughs> so changes changes your way. world, Dowd. It's amazing it's how much more likable dogs are uh, than <laughs> yes. human beings. But we've always know you've always known that to be the case. That's oh, why you yeah. interact uh, so much more often. Them, yeah. with them. Yeah. Uh, let's see a lot of text. Uh, the, the uh, Amazon driver chat is uh, coming. Thank you. Uh, Eddie, even though I'm only 24, I completely disagree with the statement Dowd read a few minutes ago. Why in the world would I give up my First Amendment rights so as not to offend somebody? Well, that's exactly the point Dowd was making. Uh, it's nonsense. You're one of the good ones, sir. I've said it before, but I stopped hearing what people think of me a long time ago. If someone doesn't like 24, I wish, you know, I didn't care about what anybody thought about me at that age. That would have been good. Someone doesn't like what I have to say, tough. God bless you on the Kiva. God bless you in the USA. I like to be reminded that I'm in the Kiva and in the USA. Kevin. Uh, Kevin is one of the best and uh, one of our uh, faith, faithful listeners. Faithful. Man. Hope you know that. Uh, when you talk about people that won't get hired because they were Trump supporters, well, isn't that the same way the Republican Party in New Mexico is being run? If they don't agree with your ideas, it's not part of the club. Then you're out. Stunned and banished by negative tweets. Sad. Sad, Bob. Thanks, Bob. That's true. They banned the N-word and find every excuse to treat everyone like one. The masks and vaccines are another Jim Crow. To your point? Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, yeah, no problem on the info. Uh, Rebecca Dow wants to come on the station. So that's uh, nice. So look at that, Dow. Uh, batter up. I know. Uh, I'll try to be nice. Hmm. Does anyone that's know hard. the uh, reason Putin is so pissed off at Ukraine and the purpose of him invading Ukraine? Can we stop with the invasion talk already, please? I literally just just get rid of the stupid word. Um, oh, it's like you need drama in your life. Oh my God, did you hear what happened? We were at dinner the other night at the country club, and these people were like totally fighting with each other. And I overheard that he was cheating with, I think, the wife of a woman they knew, but I don't know. I'm not really sure, but I think I think they're having an affair. And like, yeah, really, and that's your business because why? Nobody cares. Like invasion. It's not an there's no invasion. Like the Ukraine was goading them into this whole thing, like, oh, we're the victims. Um, um I walked into uh here and I, I was wearing uh, uh these clothes and they called me a homo and uh, I'm the victim. Like, no, you're not the victim, bro. You knew we were walking, 
they had no right to offer you the type of like it's like that you you're you're appealing to a different crowd it's just mm-hmm. kind of the way it is we've got to stop this but there you go stop the invasion talk really it's well I, you know eddie i wish i could give people this uh small paragraph of what's going on these are they, they literally go back centuries and centuries, this intertwinement of yep. the Russian identity, the Ukrainian identity, uh, people in Ukraine, many people in Ukraine speak Russian. You've got the Eastern side who are more culturally and ethnically Russian. Uh, I mean, my goodness, you've got Russia's historical concern having been invaded by the Germans and the French over the centuries. The idea that they, for a long time, have wanted these buffer states uh, so that the West, what they perceive as the West, doesn't keep invading them, and Ukraine becoming part of the West, maybe joining NATO, maybe having NATO nuclear weapons in its country. These are immensely complicated issues going back so, so long. And the idea that we're going to solve this by imposing a no-fly zone and putting American at, Americans at risk, hey, go uh, well, go ahead and believe it if you want, but you're very naive. Yeah, I think a lot of people enjoy being naive. Um I, I do. I think they like to find problems because it gives them, again, a, a purpose. And we just got to stop it. Uh, by the yes. way, the, the different Ukrainian vodkas include Nimirov, Stolichana, and Kittelvan vodka. There you go. So if you're looking for a Ukrainian vodka because you need a virtue signal that you are on the Ukrainian side, even though you can't identify where it is on the map. Ladies and gentlemen, I offer you Kettle 1, Stolichana, and Nimirov, uh, uh, different types of vodkas uh, for you. I mean, just the ridiculousness in the boycotts. You saw what happened with FIFA, right? Uh, oh, FIFA yep. decided to, yeah, we're going to keep the Russians in here because they know the conflict's going to be over, whatever. If they want to call it. And like, oh, my God, the pushback. Eddie, I think you're, you, you're seizing on something there. There is this trendiness that has been amplified by social media where everybody wants to sort of get in with the hip, whatever the hip cause it is. Right, yep, yep. Uh, and remember when everybody was tweeting out or, or everyone was doing the hashtag, you know, bring back our girls because Boko, Boko Haram. Boko Haram. Had, had, oh, my had, God. You know, that's the and, best. And listen, yeah. I'm, I'm not uh, defending Boko Obama. Haram. Remember that Boko Haram? If you ask someone, first of all, at the time, if you ask some of these people who were active in the tweeting, could you name the country that Boko no. Haram is active in? Could you point it out on a map no. of Africa? Yeah. Um, remember the ice bucket challenge? That was a big thing for a while. I mean, this is just really superficial media-driven nonsense by people who should be, uh, you know, by very thin, superficial people. And I know it's really hip to do what everybody else is doing. Some of us like thinking for ourselves. Some people don't have anything in the world to care about. They don't care about their wives. They don't care about their children. But if we show them photo of baby being maimed by a bomb, we know that they will donate money to Ukraine. I mean, really. Like, they don't have any reason. It's like, oh, yeah, I hate everything in life. But the moment you show me this, I'm, I'm immediately on board. Yep, I'm doing the right thing. I feel good about myself. You need something to feel good about yourself. And if you need to look at dead babies in a foreign country, uh, even though you can't verify or see exactly what it is, that, that's your prerogative. You know, there you go. You do, you do what you want to do. Um, let's see. Winning strategy, I'm calling. Never forget. Never forget uh, MLG's lockdown. Oh, we forgot it. Uh, remember, she, dem- she unmasked you on the 23rd. Never get, uh, forget MLG's lockdown. Let's say, what? We had a lockdown here? I don't remember. Thank God, she, like you idiots who are still roaming around. I see them. I see stupid people. They're everywhere, and they're everywhere. running around in masks. Still. Young people. Yep. yep. Yeah. You're. If anything uh, should tell you to wave the white flag, it is that there are literally people running around in masks. 
Uh, I went to the, I had the, uh, should I share my mall experience? I saw a picture of Don Schrader. I'm not even, uh, there was a photo like place that would have different backdrops and they're like, oh, come see us at, uh, I don't know, whatever it's called. Um, it was like M something or other photos and they had different. And at the front of their window, I'm not even kidding. They had a picture of Don Schrader with his backdrop. Fully clothed? <laughs> uh, no, of course not. Of course not. Don course has not. never been fully clothed. But, no. uh, there you go. Yeah, so I did that. The pet store shut down, so that's not there. And then I saw a number of uh, very large, unfit uh, people of a particular uh, persuasion with masks on in the mall. I'm like, if it's so dangerous, why are you here with your masks on? Why are you bringing your disease from your geographical areas and various parts of the state to this mall at this particular time? Got to check out the food court. Yeah. Oh my God. The food court was, was, was awful, but you still can get two, two corn dogs, two hot dogs on a stick, on a stick. Love it. Love for six forty five. Yeah. And then the lady proceeded to want to sell me lemonade. Try to make me feel like I was poor because I didn't want to spend four twenty. You, you would love to be hanging out, out with me. So I'm with the kids, you know, um, I will say that I'm a little bit foul mouthed and, uh, I don't mind saying so. Cause everything that I, apparently everything that I say is the funniest thing Sam and Bastion have ever heard ever. <laughs> Whatever I say is the funniest thing like on record, you know? So we visited the candy store Let me take you to the candy shop. Uh, yep. No, not that one. The, the actual candy store, uh, where you fill them, uh, fill, and I'm in the database. So we uh we 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 got the jars we refilled them six bucks you know it's always neat to find the different assortments they got new gummies the 3d gummies which are like they're like water glaze like they're like oiled up you know um god i had the worst image but i was going to describe a kid's candy shop and then that wouldn't have gone well so i stopped short on that thank god you stopped no one stopped short <laughs> that's my move that's my move <laughs> so 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 we went to the candy store over there. Oh, by the way, uh, Friday night was an extravaganza after uh, after the show, Dowd. We had a scrimmage for the basketball, and I was I was full throttle, you know, running fast breaks, you know, making sure that uh, they could figure out how to get open. Oh, the kids, masterful on Saturday based upon that. Taking the ball to hoop, jacking it up from 12 to 15, which is like, you know, that's like, uh, that's, that's range all day in the NBA. Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> did that. I got three, uh, pep pizzas, you know, pepperoni pizzas from, uh, Dion's with three lemonades. You know, I'll get back to my lemonade in a moment. Uh, lemonade, uh, sweet tea for a gallon's like four something. And then the lemonade's like, I don't know, six, seven bucks, eight bucks at Dion's. On Saturday, when I went back to the mall, they attempted to charge me like 425, 450. It went from 625 to like 11, 11, 11, uh, 23 or something. I'm like, what? I said, I'm not at the movies. <laughs> I literally like, like raised my voice. I said, I'm not at the movies. I don't want the lemonade. Like my kids will have water. Thank you very much. Two water cups tried to make me feel all cheap. I'm like, I, I am not about to spend four and a half dollars on sugar water. It's just not happening. I'm not going to do it. Like, no, I don't, I don't care. It's just not. So I, I got the two hot dog on the sticks. We sat down. I continue to entertain my kids as they do. They, they, 
They make fun of the store uh, dicks for obvious reasons. Um, so there you go. Uh, seven and nine-year-olds like Little Beavis and Butthead all day long. <laughs> so we walk into the we walk into the the bathroom, which is always entertaining um, because we have a tendency to talk loudly in the bathrooms uh-huh, uh-huh. about people who walk out of the bathrooms without washing their hands. I said, oh. "Don't shake his hand." <laughs> oh my. <laughs> You know, when I'm in, always when I go to the mall, I probably shouldn't say this. I'm always carrying a gun, you know, because it's it's a mall and it says no uh, farm. Smart mall. Albuquerque. Yeah. And so my kids are like, Dad, you took a firearm into the mall. I'm like, well, it said no firearms in the mall, but, you know, but consider yourself safe, sir. <laughs> so, so there's this magical place called Boba Tea. Have you, do you know what this is? No. Oh, it's it's a complete immersion into Asian culture. How do you so, spell it? Uh, B-O-B-A. Dowd, there's one reason for you to go to the mall, according to Seabass. Okay. And it is boba tea. Yes. Boba tea is like a... uh, Between that and uh, uh, rainbow poo and uh, poppets, boba tea is right there with it. It is literally the most... he He was sat there as he was... Drinking the boba tea Friday night. We had to go Friday night and Saturday morning. We got like 40 stars in boba tea points, right? Uh, from going to this thing. So my account was still active. I'm like, I haven't got boba tea and I don't know. Oh, T T E A T. Okay. Yeah, tea, tea. Okay. Yeah, there's not boba tea. Yeah. Okay. So we got the chunky monkey and uh, I don't know, something sexy, something or other. I mean, it's like totally inappropriate for a seven and nine year old, but you know, they're, they're more interested in the contents. I described what's inside them. And then we just, you know, went, went with that. There's a strange dude sort of peddling this, you know, boba tea. And people are waiting in line for like, I'm not even kidding, like 45 minutes. Sure. For this boba tea. And so the boba gummies, I think they're called juju or something like something at the bottom. And then they have these ones that are like fruit, fruit bursts at the bottom. Oh, nice. And they burst into your mouth. And then Sebastian continued to like remark about that for like the next 10 minutes, every single time. Oh, Dad! This one <laughs> juice—the juice pops out of the boba. The the juice pops, out. and then and the other one, uh, Sam just looks up at me like, uh, I like it. I'm like, uh, I like it. It's chewy. It's kind of too chewy. It's too banana. It's like too chewy. So anyway, we did proceeded to do that, and then um, there's at least 23 hat shops at the mall because everybody is only going to the mall for hats, you know. It's like, uh, you know, if you ever watched it, go, go watch Mall Fights Albuquerque. Like, Google that, Mall Fights Albuquerque. Where are the damn fights taking place? They're taking place at the, right in front of the hat shops. There's like five different hat shops right in front of each other, right in front of the arcade and in front of Spencer's. I'm like, yes, let's get all the gangbangers together at one place. Is there any reason why I'm the only guy with a gun at the mall to take my kids while I'm there? The same way why I always pack when I go to a, mall, to, to a movie theater. Every single time. You think I'm going to show up to a movie theater not packing? Every single time. 100%, 1,000% of the time. I will not enter a movie theater without like, oh, yeah. a lot of stuff can go wrong here in this movie theater. You know, that, that's there. So, yeah. So, if you like look at the mall fights where there's kind of stuff. And then there's all these, you know, various places that are like rentals. And I spent a lot of time at the mall, Dowd. So, I know it very well. Well, it looks like there's a boba tea in both oh. Coronado and Cottonwood. So, oh, uh, boy. I'm surprised yeah. there isn't a boba tea on every corner. It's that <laughs> Yeah, no, they're in different states, too. Boba has extended its reach. 
Texas, um, Arizona, and New Mexico. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, Texas and Arizona. And it's it's on fire there as well. So, you know, these are places. Oh, Boba is amazing. Yeah, don't, don't. You don't how, wanna... how many sucker awards did you did you get? Uh, I think I'm at, uh, let me look at my sucker awards. <laughs> it is, it's high. Become Let's a see. sucker and receive rewards, yeah, special sucker. offers, promotions, and more. Let's see. Oh, oh, no, no, I don't have it. Let's see, Boba. There it is. Oh, I just earned 14 stars. Uh, 14 stars Saturday at Boba. Okay. And 21 stars at the because I didn't I didn't get one on Saturday. You know, I'm 47 years old. Do I really want to get? Do I really want to tell somebody that I got Boba two days in a row? <laughs> oh, it's so good, man. Oh, you haven't tried it? Have you not tried the Chunky Monkey? I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell exactly. And I know the kids aren't going to finish it, so we did that. And then. Um, I proceeded to go to uh, literally the least kept restaurant in all of New Mexico, Saggio's. At the uh, at the, it was it was awful. What Friday night we stopped into um, what is that place called? Oh yeah, it's a bookstore called Barnes and Noble, also known as nobody's cleaned the bathrooms in at least two years. You walk in and the whole place literally just is so foul. We walk in, it's like, did you, whoever smelt it, dealt it. I'm like, we're out of here, kids. Like, we're just, we're not going to sit here and smell, you know, the entire time we're in there. It was a, it's, we had to walk right in. And they love the bookstore. They love going to the second second story there in the little area and finding something. But, yeah, the, the bookstore was uh, no can do. No can do for uh, for us. Uh, although they were doing the do uh, at, some, at some point in that bookstore. And it's cleared out. Nobody's reading in there. They're all, you know what? Uh, Barnes and Nobles probably makes most of its money on, sadly enough, because nobody reads. Like we went to the bookstore. We got some uh, gifts. It's always yeah. some crap. Yeah, some puzzles gifts. or yeah, yeah some yeah, magazine yeah. or some stickers. Like uh, no one's going there for for books. books. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Anyway, but, but that's besides the point because you know my kids they can watch uh, and look at any book and magazine, everything on there. They're like iPad wizards. Now I know you have an iPad, right? I do. Professional. Have you run? The latest update on the iPad? Uh, they keep wanting me to. They keep messaging me to do it. You yeah. need to do it. Okay. It it literally is vertically and horizontally integrated. And uh, by the way, looked out. Pencils. Sweet. Yes, the pencils. You know who this is good for? A young kid. Yeah. Uh, colors, rainbows, and every squiggly line known to man was drawn over the weekend. He's got an artistic streak. Yeah, street. so uh, that, that was that was that was big with him. You want to hit the ball out of the park right there with a uh, seven-year-old. Let him go to town on an iPad pencil and you know the color. And by the way, the pencil actually just fills in the color, so you don't have to actually do the work. You get to just you know color the world. You're not like sitting there. I mean, I used to win coloring contests. I think I talked about this. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You go in there and win the Kmart coloring contest. My grandmother worked at Kmart like eddie you're such a good color you should go ahead and and i won ten dollars and the ten dollars was <laughs> king's ransom <laughs> yeah, no it was big because it helped that, that, me absolutely first, helped me buy my first baseball bat you know my you know it was, it was a, a good thing so anyway okay so we did that saggio's the kids were amazed at the size of the pizza but they were equally amazed at the size of the mess that people would leave behind because people in burke can't keep up with themselves, they can't clean up after themselves. Yes, they for whatever reason, you walk in, it's like, can you not clean up after yourselves? Like, why does the whole entire place look terrible? And there's like random people having like birthday parties. Like, someone just walks in with a cake and just uh, 
decides to have a birthday makeshift birthday party in the middle of it, not even ordering it. And then all everyone's like showing up with their pizza. I mean, with their purses, hanging like total, total Albuquerque, totally, total five oh five. Like you know, not even making a reservation. And who knows? Half of those people are drinking water, and the other half are like, "Well, I'll just, I'll just take a slot. I'll share with you. I'll share with you." No, I didn't bring a present. No, I didn't bring a present. No, but we're gonna have some cake. They're all there for the cake, you know. And there's this the giant woman that walks in. She's like three hundred pounds, five foot two, and she's like. Bringing the cake. Look, look at the cake here. Anyway, I'm getting mean. Okay, so, uh, so there was that, and then a second day of boba, and then walking around uh, the mall, which is um, an exercise in in people watching like you have never seen. The number of people like ripped jeans, scare, and and these people are actually enjoying wearing the masks. I note I picked up on a new trend. There are many, many people out there who don't want to take the masks off. And it's not for to keep, it's not to keep safe. It's to hide their identity while they're out. And you can tell that it's to hide their identity. And oh, the number of uh, vacant shops in the mall. uh, Wow. Yeah. The, the, there's no crack screens, uh, um, facilities that are open um, at all. There's like not one, like you used to be able to get, you know, fix your, Fix your glass on your iPhone. Fix yep. your glass on your hand. No, not, not one. I didn't see one of those places that was open. Uh, the uh, people from the Middle East who are running all the iPhone covers, they're making a mint. Yep. And yep. the uh, the wristbands with the uh, nylon. No, no, my friend, my friend. Come here. Come here, no, my, my friend. friend. My no, friend. No, yeah, I sell you. Have... I sell you. No, my friend. Come here, my friend. My friend. We no, don't talk, have talk that to my wife. Here. No, no. Talk to, go talk to my wife. We don't have that here. We don't have the the, uh, the the Eastern European and Middle Eastern people showing up say. Come here, I, I, I erased 20 years off your face. <laughs> we don't have that here because... I give you Swedish massage. Come here, I give you Swedish massage. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why we don't have that here because no one's going to buy it and no one can afford to buy that kind of... Uh, $99 subscription monthly, it'd be good. No, no, we don't have that here. That's it. Oh, Victoria's Secret has decided to go ahead and, uh, and augment its uh, offerings. No longer the traditional size. I tried to hide my children's eyes. Right. But then at the very same time, I'm like, you know, Maybe you can look at, but I said, uh, we appreciate the more, um, how would you say it? Um, Rubenesque, I believe is the, is the, no, is the no, we definitely don't appreciate the Rubenesque. That, uh, <laughs> we, we kind of, we stay away from the Ruben, the, the traditionally, uh, attractive, you know, so I try to keep my kids on the up and up. I don't want them to, I don't want them to be attracted to, you know, four by four. That's not what I need, you know? Gotta keep the bloodlines going, and right. uh, you know, for the next generation. So you know, uh, thirty six, twenty four, thirty six. That's the that's the know, preferred ratio. Yeah. <laughs> the ability to resist disease and be able to propagate the species. Good teeth, you know. Good teeth. <laughs> <laughs> a woman, well, woman skin. able to carry water off uh, three miles at least. Uh, run village. Yeah, no, no. Is it anyway? So there was that. Oh, and then Sunday turned into an extravaganza of travel as we attempted to take the rail runner, but that did that did not happen. No, no rail runner. No, because uh, this is the last broadcast up in uh, Los Alamos, the only town in America that perhaps has a post office um, that does not have a post office box where you could drop a check at. So, you know, I showed up. I wanted to see if these guys are really on the up and up and my, my, my radio signal was still... So I came up on the backside of the four through Hemis where it's literally a third world country. Like there are people 
it's have rough. you been through there oh yeah several times if you're looking yeah. for stray dogs yep. um yep. fry bread or uh you know some sort of fruit pop uh you can definitely find that there but at the very same time you might pay more per gallon for a gallon of gas than you will for a loaf of fry bread mm-hmm. you want to talk about problems right there why is that a problem i'm like we're following people there's police up and down the four you go to the Vias Caldera, it is bone dry. There's nobody there. There's weird airplanes that are flying over like Fenton Lake. And somebody actually called me and left me a message and said, uh, there's C-130s that are flying very low, about 400 feet over. Uh, I just thought it was very strange in times. like I, I, I'll play you this, this. I mean, this guy left this very strange message. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is very strange. But I totally agree with you because... You know, he left, like, like li- listen to this. Watch, watch, listen to this guy. Yeah, um, I was fishing up in Benson, and I saw what looked like C-130 uh, cargo planes, their prop planes, flying towards Los Alamos, Los Alamos, and I saw two of them flying about 400 feet above the ground. I thought that was pretty strange for the strange days. There you go. I mean, he leaves that to me yesterday at 7.38 p.m. And I literally was driving through there on the backside of the four. I'm like, dude, homeboy, don't you realize that there is a direct connect to Area 51 as well as northern New Mexico, if you want to talk about the Dulce all the way down to Los Alamos. Did you know that Dulce and Los Alamos are connected? Of course. It's strange. It's New Mexico. Is, there's no drop box at the post office across the street from Ashley Lake in Los Alamos, New Mexico. What the hell is going on over there? Seriously. Mike, I was trying to show my kids, like, uh, uh, here's where dad uh, grew up. Here's where he used to go watch uh, Clint Eastwood movies with his uncle, you know, Uncle Johnny Five, you know, you know, they do all these kind of things. I was telling them, well, they, they don't care. Nah, not, but tell them about a Starbucks and cake pops. Oh, my God. Losing their mind. That's the only place that was open. <laughs> the Starbucks was the only place. So we walk into Starbucks. I got to get some black coffee. And uh, they they literally made demands for cake pops. I'm going to ask you, Dow, do you think they got them? Um. Oh, boy. What, what kind of mood was daddy in that morning? <laughs> oh, what do you think? I'm just, come on, dude. Did they get cake pop? Oh, I'm torn because you, you are, a, you are a disciplinarian, but you also love those boys so much. <sighs> I know what I would decide, but it was a no. It was, a t- I was, I was leaning toward yeah. no. Yeah, you didn't give me time, no. But- <laughs> Let me tell you why. Cause we went to Los Ojos and, uh, uh, interestingly enough, the waitress there, <laughs> they, we call her Dead-Eyed Jane. I was talking to she has one eye. Literally, the waitress at Los Ojos out in Hemis, New Mexico. Go see her. She will take 20 minutes to bring you chips and salsa. You have no cell phone coverage there. And the lady has one eye. She's like, well, and, and I said, what do you guys say? Please, thank you. Well, you know, like all the, the, you know, very well. You know how my kids are. They got manners. Very, They're like out very, in front. Very. And then as soon as she left the table, we're like immediately like, oh. Yeah, that's Dead Eye Jane. She's our waitress. You know, this place is called Los Ojos. You know why they call it Los Ojos? It's for the eyes. She only has one. 
and all the kids, ah! <laughs> they, they couldn't stop laughing the other the, the whole entire time. But you can't boy, help yourself. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. Like, anytime I got an audience, I got to just go ahead and feed them. And that's uh, that's the greatest audience in all the world. So anyway, it was Los Ojos and Los Alamos and the backside uh, where in Santa Fe, where you drive back from Santa Fe and you're, you're coming back against the sunset. And you're looking at uh, every speed trap, every state policeman, and every BS. I'm like, where were all these people, you know, during how many DUIs and how many families getting wiped out up and down that highway? That's about the only thing that I can say. Oh, and by the way, today is the last day you can buy Santa Fe Opera tickets, of which I will not be going to maybe ever again. I did find something uh, different. So I got three, uh, and since I'm just waxing on about, you know, lifestyle stuff. And I think this is probably a pretty good time to do that. You guys want to talk about World War III and who's going to be the nominee for the Republican Party? I'm like, I'm telling you, here's what you need. You need a Deutsche Grammophon um, subscription, okay? 139 a year. This is it. For all the symphonies that you need, that, that's cheaper than what you'll, you'll get. Let me, let me look. Yeah, you'll, you'll love this. I, I'm, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to encourage everybody to... S- Step away from the expensive tickets at Pope Joy. Yeah, for all of you who bought Hamilton like I did, okay, guess what? Guess what? You're not getting that till next year, and it's not even going to be worth it. Not even going to be worth it. So you want to go ahead and get the Berliner Philharmonic, okay? You want to do that. You want to download that on the Roku. You want to uh, go ahead and get Soma FM, and then quite possibly the greatest $99 I've ever spent annually. Dowd. A marriage has been made between my iPad and something called the Criterion Collection, the Criterion Channel. I'm addicted. This thing is phenomenal. There's a catalog of 800 movies, I want to say, and I subscribe directly using my my iPad, okay? Then I immediately, I'm like, okay, I need to figure out how to do it. It takes about, I don't know, 72 to 96 hours, three to four days for you to get your password. Then you can watch it on your Roku TV. I was, I just got the trial to start and now I'm like, I'm all in because I can watch it on my Roku. So if I can get you on my Roku at the very same time I can get you on my iPad, I'm game all day long. So there you go. Oh, this looks good. Yeah, Dowd, I'm going to tell you, I think we ought to, we ought to start a, a radio show on the weekends. Although I am about to tell you about my radio show coming in starting April numero uno, that is. Saturday, April the 1st, uh, we're going to start with a, a live program, a, a 7 to 10, a, a Monday, no, Saturday mornings. That's right. We're going to have live programming, excuse me, local programming from 7A all the way to 7P Saturdays. Uh, that will include and I'll have a, a morning show that will uh, kick off bright and early April 1st, so looking forward to that and looking forward to doing uh, more of that uh, radio. And that will be a guest-driven show. So when we do events and interviews and when Dowd and I aren't interacting with one another, that's where you get those uh, interviews with local politicians, et cetera, et cetera, and a kind of a review on the week. And we'll also include, in addition to all the other things, a, a plethora of offerings, maybe some Hispanic lineage, uh, some uh, uh, some Excellent. events going on for the weekend, what to look forward to, how to live your life in Albuquerque, you know, maybe interview a local uh, lowrider car club. I don't know, a, a brand new a business that's been in the news. We're going to be doing all that. That'll be 7 to 10 a.m. beginning April the 1st. Um, I noticed that uh, KKOB went with some 
strange, crazy cat cat uh, cat lady, uh, seven to ten, to replace the House of Strauss. So I'm excited about that because I think I'm ex- I'm eager to talk more about lifestyle stuff, and I think the the perfect place to do it. remember I was going to try and do it with uh, Wally Drangmeister uh, in the morning. I think we tried that for oh, your time, and he was sort of like calling in every other week, and I'm like, well, come on, Wally, we can't do the lead daily. So that's uh, what I'm going to end up doing. Dowd, there you go. Sweet. A, a full hour of uh, uh, self-conversation of sharing what I did. And hopefully it was uh, letting you know now that we're out of the pandemic, these are all the great things that uh, you can do. You can point, look, and laugh and and uh, create chistes uh, with all of the uh, local um, <laughs> the local talent, uh, as it were, uh, in the area. So, very, very yeah, exciting. I really like, Eddie, your 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 Hispanic lineage and heritage because that's so that's, interesting. That's the winner. That's the bread. That's you know, the that whole Hispanic me. history of America that I just didn't really hear much about growing up on the East Coast. Uh, it's it's very interesting to me. There you go. All right. Top five found directly at rockoftalk.chat. Yeah, old folks. Uh, Rockoftalk.chat. Here's the top five items you clicked on, our subscribers. Uh, number one, Mitt Romney is hating on some fellow Republicans. Uh, oh, I think a, a lot of our listeners like to hate on Mitt Romney, so it's kind of a coincidence there. Uh, number two, Bill Barr, the former uh, AG for Donald uh, Trump, says we should move on from Donald Trump. We uh, we'll, we'll, I'm, I'm sure some people agree and some people don't. Uh, number three, a piece I referenced earlier in the show, uh, Congressman Adam Kinzinger, a warmongering lunatic who wants to us uh, wants us to oppose a no, impose a no-fly zone in a country that has had been uh, where there's fighting with a nuclear power. That makes tons of sense. Uh, number four, the White House is is fighting those of us who are climate denialists. Oh, no, no, finally. no, no surprise there. And number five for the State of the Union, of course, I think that's this week. They're bringing back fencing for the Capitol to keep the riffraff out. Uh, you mean like the sport, the Olympic sport that the U.S. never places in? It's always like Thailand, uh, that kind of fencing. Very fancy, fancy. All right, see you tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in right here in the Kiva. AM 1600, KIV, ABQ.FM, A wonderful show from the world-famous Dancing Poodles. Next, ladies and gentlemen, we have three fine young men from Seattle. They're coming. Hold on, they're coming. They're thoroughly all right and decent fellows with our hit single, In Bloom. Here they are. Nirvana!